Once again, for Grapple FBL Club, I'm Benno. And lads, feels like it's been a while. How's it going? <laughs> Remember how to log into F- the FBL website? <laughs> I, I was logging into everything about half an hour ago, and I literally had to go through the two-step notification on every website. <laughs> I'm just like, I've not been on it for like a week and a bit, and I'm just like, oh no, get all that going I- again. I literally don't know my password to the FPL website, which feels like a disaster in the making. Like I just log <laughs> no. in via Google, like which is like in a way safer, but I should probably learn what the actual password is. I saw somebody comment was one of the content creators said on Twitter he like he got his phone robbed in Barcelona or something like that, and like one of one of the problems was he's been locked out of his email account because he's reset everything. <laughs> I realised he doesn't know his password, so like yeah, he's screwed unless a uh, official FPL come to the rescue. <laughs> oh, no, devastating. I mean, it's. I mean, it wouldn't be as bad as last year, I suppose, because nobody will have uh, done anything to his uh, thing. So his team could go ship for a little while until you figure it out. But yeah, it's a bit <laughs> that, of a nightmare, isn't it? That was Andy's excuse last year, which I still don't believe. Uh, that he got a half like me. <laughs> I think he took, those, he, just... he took all those hits himself. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, going off, uh, going off this year's uh, run. Yeah, I can certainly see that happening. He just got in one night from the boozer. It's just like. <laughs> Yeah, he's probably he's done like an extra twenty transfers just to cover his tracks. But really, that's what it was. Uh, we'll we'll miss Andy tonight. He's obviously he's not on with us. He's out at what is it Tuesday night? Graps is apparently happening in Manchester. Uh, Chris, you chose the uh, the high road to join us for this instead of uh, on, instead of the pop it out. That's Good it. Yeah, you know, dedicated. You're, to you're an FPL guy now, Chris. Hundred percent. We're content creators. It's official. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because, like, I was going to say, James, you like we've missed. Like we've been away for like three weeks. We haven't missed any game weeks. Like we've no, reviewed no, on this no. on the podcast feed and on this, we've reviewed every game week. The, the game week review for this one's going to be a bit rusty because probably none of us so remember that game week ago, teams, yeah. But, <laughs> but like yeah. game game week seven didn't even happen. So like yeah, it's kind of like I feel refreshed, but at the same time, like would surely we should have missed something by now. It's it's been a weird month, like a weird, yeah. weird month. Mm. And and like we we thought. Last year's COVID-affected season was going to be the end of all the chaos. We thought, right, let's just have a nice, boring, normal season. One game week every week. No messing about. No cancellations. No need to sell players and get them back in. And then fucking Queen dies. They, they stupidly cancel a week of games, which in hindsight, they really had no need to cancel that first week, considering the second yeah. week. Only partially got cancelled. That was the week of the funeral. But anyway, look, that's, that's, that's I think they, they they cancelled it more out of fear of Liverpool at home, didn't they? I think at this stage they let them mm. they let the rugby and the cricket go ahead. They were just yeah. worried about the backlash that they get at certain grounds. All they have to do is amuse it, like it's, well, it's, it's very easy. To, to, yeah, yeah. Pipe, pipe Vince, do a Vince McMahon and pipe some sound in, <laughs> in the background. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like. You know, little FPL chat. We have like Eddie posted in like the uh, stuff from like the Scottish League and stuff. Like, like Celtic, for example, are just like you know, Lizzie's in a box, chance like that. Yeah, yeah. We had some of those in, in, in the Irish yeah. League over here as well, at a few grounds. Yeah, and in the end, you know. the Liverpool game like was grand the following mm. week. You know, so. mm. yeah. 
the, the, the Ajax match, wasn't it? They had a Champions League game, and it was it was very dignified mm-hmm. and very quiet and very respectful. Like so, if that was their worry, they even they've they've yeah. under <laughs> underestimated the people of Liverpool. You know, <laughs> just for mug. Like I so said, it was a, it was like that half a game week that we we kind of like you know. But it did happen, you know. We kind of half previewed on, on on the last show. We're going to review it today, but yeah, it just feels like everything kind of came to a, an absolute like stop over the last few weeks. What have you What have you been doing, lads? In the uh, in the meantime, I know Chris, you've been happy. The NFL started again. You've you've <laughs> dragged all us into it now, so yeah. that's been our replacement. Yeah, that's the thing is, um, I follow far too many sports, so any sort of break like this is perfect for me to try and catch up on the other stuff because, like. Um, I don't watch any international games, so mm-hmm. I've no idea what our, I think England drew both games, maybe or lost one and drew one or something. Uh, the only bit of news I know about it is that Isaac got injured because it's been picked up on FPL stuff, and obviously mm-hmm. I think it's Swedish or whatever. But yeah, I've been picking up NFL county cricket finished today. Um, yeah, you know the normal stuff. <laughs> I'm I'm not even like th- these international games that have been going on this week. I don't even know what for. I know the only might be really important. I genuinely don't know. Like I see people like freaking out about a penalty the other night, and like I was like, okay, yes, now, but is Mitrovic fit or not? That's all. I've been. <laughs> That's it. He's got an Irish going on as well, James. What's going on? Yeah, there's, there's um, because the the Irish league plays through the summer, mm-hmm. and it, it ends in about three or four weeks' time, purely because the pitches get so crap that it's. It's not worth it. And actually, they, they, it was a good idea. They'd switch it to summer football about, I'd like to say, maybe 10 years ago. And it was actually a good idea because they have the kind of attention of everybody for the summer then. You know what I mean? Like the, the Premier League is their big problem in terms of attracting fans and that kind of thing. And um, so, yeah, so there's that. And, and my local team, Waterford, are actually doing reasonably well at the moment. They're in the, they're in the Cup semi-finals. They had a big win a couple of weeks ago. Um, I did watch. I, I would watch the international games. I'd, I'd watch the Ireland game and that kind of thing, and I, I'd keep an eye on the other the other matches. Um, Mitrovic got a hat trick in one of those games, just to keep an eye on yeah. him. Son yeah. scored a couple for South Korea. I'm trying to think he's of whatever back. he's back. He's back. One of them was a really good free kick, actually. Oh, I saw um, that. Um, was that like a last minute? Wasn't it from the edge of the box? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Salah got a couple in a match and then was he actually got a rest in the second game they sent him back to Liverpool early like so you have to keep even if it's just FPL you still have to keep an eye out for you know who's in form who's injured who's playing 90 minutes all that stuff you know it's all it's all well, information where, uh, at the end of the day Kulaweski's uh, picked up his injury as well didn't he I suppose yeah. so that's uh, hampered a lot of things and yeah. on my side I've had to do a bit of a rework today on the forward thinking mm-hmm. but so. Oh, we're going to be getting into uh, to all of that. I mean, I was going to say, Chris, have you, have you launched the uh, Grapple NFL yet? You and Gareth, can we start the? Uh, <laughs> the old Are you doing on that side with the uh, the fancy game? Like, uh, oh, I, I so leave funny. that alone now. I, I just oh, um, yeah. I just do money. I just bets now. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> NFL. Um, yeah, I, I won a hundred and fifty quid on Monday night, so that was all right. Um, Instead, sharing these tips, Chris. Yeah, now, yeah. that's it. So, <laughs> it's slowly getting to the point where you can read how some of the games are going to go. So, it's, uh, it's getting quite uh, quite nice at the minute. But uh, yeah, fantasy NFL is um, a much harder slog than uh, FPL is. Mm. You've got to be a lot more on top of it. You've got to be rotating your players in and out on certain games and that sort of thing. Um, if you've ever played um, for for, uh, for soccer, um, fan tracks in the way that it keep, keeps different points for different things than FPL do. Uh, NFL's in the, that similar sort of vein where there's two or three different versions of how the points can be worked out. It depends what sort of league you're playing as to how well mm. a specific play does for you and that sort of thing. Right. And different players become 
better in certain games than they are in others. And, well, you know, there's a lot of intricate nonsense. That's why I just bet on the winners. It's uh, a lot easier. To... <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like maybe I'm going to, like, use this year as, like, a, like a, then I was studying here, James, as mm. me and you watch from the fringes yeah, on the outside. Yeah, yeah. And next year, get him like, Red Zone on a Sunday is, like, that has been a godsend, especially <laughs> Brilliant. Like, yeah. how we don't have that for 40. It feels like the obvious solution to the 3DM yeah. problem. Yeah. You know, like, it's like yeah. they, they worry about, like, people not going to the local games because they'd be sat watching, you know, the 3PM game on Sky, but... I think Red Zone's kind of, if we had an equivalent for footy instead of Soccer Saturday, like the hardcores aren't going to not go the ground because like they might see exactly. three minutes of the game, you know, mm. bouncing between the different like things. Like, I just feel like we need it, don't we? Like, I can't believe we haven't got it. I bet you to make FPL so much more fun as well. Oh, yeah. Would. If you did it with an FPL slant, it'd be fantastic, you know what I mean? Get get the mm. assists up and who, because that's my, my one frustration with, mm. you know, if you're, if you're out and about on a day when, um, when there's, when there's games going on and you have somebody playing and you might be listening on the radio, they'll tell you the goal scorer, but no one ever fucking tells you who, the, who got the assist. And you're like, okay, yeah. like, come on, was that, a, was, that a, was that a De Bruyne pass or what was it? Or, you know, you're like, who got fouled for that penalty? I need to know. That's my three points, you know. Mad, the, like, um, yeah. the Twitter account, mm. FPL status, is uh, yeah, a yeah. great oh, one. You have your phone that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the mm. notifications on for that one, so anytime something happens. If you're just driving in the car and you have the radio on, it's so frustrating. You're like, I just want to know about the assist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all I want to know you're trying to work backwards. You're going, okay, it sounds like De Bruyne had the ball, yeah, but did he yeah. assist? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's stuck in, though, wasn't it? Like, I think that, like, that part, like, the idea of an assist in footy, like, I remember, like, like years ago, like, reading, like, Match Magazine and stuff, mm. and they st- kind of started to mention it. It felt like a very American thing yeah. to bring to footy, yeah. and mm. it's almost like we've resisted it, resisted it, mm. and I think with, like, the growth of FPL and stuff and stats and XG and all of that, it's kind of a thing now, isn't it? But it wasn't, like, properly for years. Yeah, I think it's one of the things in um, ice hockey as well. They they do the assist mm. to the assist, so like the, pre, the, the like the pre pass. That's like a big thing in mm. in More their statistics FPL. and stuff. Yeah, you just be like, be, mm. sometimes particularly with the way you like City play or something. It's usually yeah. not the the final ball that's the the assist ball, is it? It's almost like the mm. one that sets up mm. the you know the guy just to knock it back to Harlan or whatever. Yeah. It it'd make those like those those deep sitting midfielders like more of an option, wouldn't it? In the game, those players mm. that are like four and a half million midfielders that like, nobody gets. And when you first start playing, you're like, oh, it's like remember Kante? Like when he when he, yeah. for all that he was so cheap. Kante. Yeah, everyone you know didn't know how FPL works. I was like, well, yeah. I'll get him in. He's only four and a half million <laughs> yeah, in the game. Yeah. And then he found out he did fuck all as far as yeah. FPL points go. He had a little run, didn't he? Like for a little while, but like mm. there's loads yeah. of players like that that are there. Again, someone like again, Eric, that, that... someone like Ericsson to be perfect for that. Yeah. Yeah, Again, that's seems to something be... like um, in fan tracks, players like that do mm. quite well. Like Eric Dyer is always a pick for me uh, in that because mm. the way he plays, uh, unless he scores in FPL, he's never going to get uh, more than mm. like the two or the clean sheet sort of thing. But in fan tracks, mm. he's always picking up points because of the the style of defender that he is, and he like he makes a lot of small pl- passes and that sort of thing, and they all count mm. towards like other other points build up. So yeah, there's mm. there's different ways they could definitely look at working it, but I suppose a way if it's if the game's going to continue to grow, it kind of needs to be as basic as possible. It has to be simple. Yeah, yeah cool. as opposed yeah. to people needing to pick up on the minute, uh, you know, minute stuff in the in the flow of the game. But, there's, there's a Sky Fantasy Football as well, and it's um, yeah. it's it's along the same lines. But I think it's I think you have you have fifty transfers for the season, and that's it. And mm. you can use them. Mm. 
any way you like, that. basically. Uh, but uh, again, your defensive midfielders are useful because it, it like number of tackles made in the game is w- would get you points and that kind yeah. of thing. So it's it's a different game again, kind of a thing. But I, I might try it one year just to give it a go. But yeah, I feel, I, I'm I feel really like surprised that really surprised Sky push FPL more than they push say. their own. Yeah, and I really yeah. think that might be something yeah. that will change. But if this might be a year where they're just like <clears throat> drip feeding the fantasy stuff in. Like yeah. it used to be with betting and Super Six. Mm-hmm. Like they used to do the Super Six and then it used to tie to the betting account and now it's all kind of together sort of thing. It may be now that they're just doing a little bit of FPL because they know like, oh, there's 10 million people doing Testing it. Testing the water, yeah. And then you just like, and I, I guess what, two, at least 2 million of those people will be uh, English people, I think, like um, from how it looks like it works on the leagues. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, like you say, you drip feed it in and then you go, oh, by the way, we've got we've got a, our own one now. And then, I think, you know, it I think it'll go the other way. Like from the content creators I know, kind of pay, like the plant FPL lads and people like that who pay attention to the Sky one, it feels a bit unloved. It feels a bit like mm. it's there. It's just like an extra mm. thing we throw on the website, and they don't always they're not always quick when the fixtures change about updating them and stuff. I uh, think they'll probably end up just throwing the throwing the towel and then going, "Ah, fuck it, we'll go all in on FPL." You no, know, rather than having like yeah, they could, yeah. Or, I suppose they could just end up buying mm-hmm. shares on that one or something. And... Going Maybe, that way, yeah, yeah it could be. But I've, I've always thought it's interesting because they have the. I think they have more of a because we always joke, don't we, about the FPL prizes being shit, mm. and it's because <laughs> you know in a lot of the countries it's available in it would count as gambling, so you can't really go further than like a, a digital camera and a three year old copy of FIFA. Oh, that's so, right. <laughs> yeah, that's copy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure that's got to be a misprint. You think you can get that for it? Like you saw it in get um, the new one, like yeah. I saw FIFA 21 in Tesco the other day for like a tenner, you know, like stacked up with that at this point. <laughs> like, it's gone and bought 38 copies of it like out of a basket somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but like Sky lock it down to just, I think, the UK because of that, so they can have like more, okay. more yeah. like a gambling and stuff like that. There you go. Grapple uh, Sky for Fantasy Alert. We'll open that up next year. We'll just... Uh, yeah, well, somebody's, somebody's got to jump on that. Somebody's got to jump on the Champions League one. Yeah, it's just mm. like... There's a load you can get involved with if you the World Cup, I suppose. I mean, that'll be all right because you're not competing with uh, with everything else that'll be going on because everything else will shut down. But yeah. there you go. Well, well, it, well. That's the thing. We've got kind of World Cup is not quite three weeks away. It's not that far away though. So I think like, I've liked this as much as uh... it's been not ideal with the Queen stuff. I've kind of enjoyed this little break. It's felt like mm-hmm. a bit of a refresh, and now yeah. it's like all eyes on. That last running, isn't it? About eight weeks, something like that. Uh, eight game so, weeks, yeah, eight, yeah. yeah. eight game weeks uh, running into there. So that's what we'll be uh, we'll be focusing on today. This uh, this final running, Jamesy uh, is on a wild card, so we'll be uh, picking apart that. And obviously, yeah, we did say on Twitter, if anyone's got any questions, throw them in the yeah. chat um, and uh, and let us know. Might be the uh, the show for it. But should we have a little look at uh, some ancient history, lads, and have a look at uh, <laughs> game, remember game week eight? I'd say yeah. game week seven, but there wasn't one, so uh, <laughs> it'll be. Uh, <laughs> It'll be that for now. It'll be a. Do you know what you got, Jamesy? Any ideas? I think you're only because only because I, I had to, to look. Remember. I had to look before we went to air, and I know I got I got sixty eight, and I was on a minus four, so sixty four. But I, I had to look, and I had to remind. I had to go back and check. I could obviously see. I did three transfers, and I was like, "Who did I sell?" Because I could see the three guys I bought. I was like, "Who the hell did I get rid of?" It just it seems <laughs> like. Is is it three weeks ago, or is it two? Yeah. It would be two. Yeah, it would be two, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. But God. still, like, 
yeah it's a plus with the blank the week before as well it does yeah. and, and again it wasn't a complete game week like i remember i watched like i remember watching the saturday match of the day and thinking oh, i'll watch match of the day two later i just never got around to it at the end it just you know felt kind of felt like it'd been quickly forgotten about uh this game week but yeah you're still sitting there uh, pretty at the other uh, top of the uh i'd say the uh, the pundits league as far as uh, <laughs> uh who were uh, <laughs> doing this uh this video podcast but there you are jamesy 68 for the week Sitting pretty at the top. If you don't remember, that was your teammate. Um, yeah. 68 points altogether. And yeah, if you want to uh, run through the uh, the team for us, if you can uh, remember it for the uh, the podcast listeners. Yeah. So I, I am. Um, first of all, I had I had two transfers, and then the the word came through that was it Liverpool Chelsea was off, and yeah. United Leeds. So Liverpool Chelsea, I would have had in my original team four players. I would have had um, Reese James Diaz. Trent and Salah. So I was like, right, I'd better do something to get 11 players on the pitch. So I took a minus four, did three transfers, took out Trent, took out mm-hmm. Salah, and then I took out my my bench fodder striker, Archer, from Villa. Mm-hmm. And I brought in Harry Kane, Phil Foden, and mm-hmm. Fabian Scher from Newcastle. And the, the, the thinking behind Scher was they're played Bournemouth. I thought Bournemouth at home Surely to God, that'll be a that'll be a clean sheet, you know. And, and it meant having double double Luke. So I had him and Trippier. Um, so Trippier did get an assist. I think he he was fouled for the penalty, or he won the penalty. Yeah. I think if I remember rightly, um, that Isaac yeah. scored. So, um, but yeah, I was kind of disappointed to um, to miss out on a double clean sheet there. I thought Bournemouth, surely to God, I'd be nailed on to get one there. Um, Ramsdale had the six pointer. They played Brentford away mm. looked actually they, I, I watched that match and they, they looked fantastic away to Brentford like really, Brentford's not an easy place to go and Arsenal just went there and just dominated like like a, like a proper top team would go go to a difficult away game just kept the ball dominated scored some good goals it was a really I was very impressed with them now I have to say that was a really good performance um Perisic troll of the week oh my god <laughs> St- started Play, he started on the right, actually. started it was interesting. They played Cessna on left wing back and played him right mm-hmm. wing back. He got an assist, so it was great. I was like, okay, this is good. You know, might get a clean sheet and an assist. Didn't get the clean sheet. Was pulled off after 54 minutes, so didn't even get the second point from that. Um, minus one for two goals conceded. And then while he was sitting on the bench, got booked and got another. <laughs> so it was, I, I can't remember, was, was it... it, it excessive celebration or there was some bust up on the touchline but next thing it pops up oh for god's sake so like he got an assist and started a game and was it two points he ended up with in the end so um Mm. yeah that's my patience with Ivan Perisic gone at this stage he's he's a stressful (laughs) he's a stressful guy to own because every week there's the worry about starting every week you're waiting for that Paul O'Keefe guy's predicted lineup to come through so um mm. when you see my wild card later you'll see Perisic has has gone out of that because I just uh, it's just I just can't rely on him anymore he, he's not getting the big returns I thought he would and it's just the doubts over him still accessing on is playing very well as well at the moment and they've got lots of other wing backs they've got European games there's just too much to worry about with him at the moment mm. I think um and then oh Cancelo nine pointer that was that was the Wolves game that was the early kickoff on the Saturday um, mm. What was that, Benno? He got. He has the clean sheet. Was it just a clean sheet and three bonus and did nothing he in the could, game? Yeah, clean oh, sheet and the bonus. Still what, a bonus what, magnet. Yeah, what, yeah. What an asset! Like I think it must mm. be the high volume of passes he makes. Like he yeah. just seems to. He just seems to get the ball 
and is like he's sitting there in kind of more of a midfield role than fullback, just constantly recycling the ball, moving it on. Um, like in a game they won three 0 in a game that mm-hmm. Haaland scored, Foden scored. Can't remember who the other goal was, but like for him to get the three points is just brilliant. So like he's yeah. he's one of those people I've no interest in selling. He'll be staying in my team for a long time. Um, mm. Foden, I was delighted with him. My dilemma on transfers was I was either going to do Foden and Kane mm. or De Bruyne and Mitrovic, and it, it worked out very well in the end. Foden got his goal. Um, so yeah, I was pleased. even though De Bruyne did outscore him, Kane then outscored um, Mitrovic. That had. Yeah, that was. Um, Andreas was just off my bench because of the Liverpool cancellations. I I didn't want to take a minus eight just to get him out, so um, Mm. just played him. He got one point. That was that was the the weird. Had to be a double Friday night game. A weird thing where there was. I don't know why they had two games on a Friday night. Um, Again, they they played Forest and they got Mm. three goals. No returns for Andreas, no returns for Mitrovic. Like you, you would have thought there would be something in there for you in those, you know, but nothing at all. it's the Kane one that stands out for me. It's like that six two, and it's one of those. It's like the uh, the other week, isn't it? With uh, with with Salah, where you know it was like if someone told you the score before the game, you go, "Oh, Captain Salah, then." You know, if you knew yeah. nothing else, Patrick, six yeah. two Tottenham. Come on, yeah. you triple captain or not? You're like, and, and they dropped Sun. You'd be saying Sun didn't even play, so surely to God he's yeah. after filling his boots yeah. here. Like, yeah. Now, now I have to say that that was enough for me because. My, my my big move of the week was to go against Erling Haaland and Captain mm. Kane instead. I just thought Leicester are so bad at the moment and given up so many chances and they're like conceded five the week before to Brighton. I said that this is a chance to maybe get ahead a little bit. But like, mm. Jesus, lads, going against Haaland is <laughs> so nerve-wracking. Like, I, I was I was watching the um, the Wolves. Like, it was the early kickoff on the Saturday. It was the Wolves game. Haaland mm. scored maybe after 20 minutes or something like that. And I was sitting there with my head in my hands going, oh, Jesus Christ. And I, I went on to the live FPL. Well, like, And I had Holland, so at least I got his points for the goal. I went on to the live FPL live website and my rank immediately dropped just from not captaining him. And one goal dropped 300,000 places. And I was like, fucking hell, if he gets a hat-trick here, I'm finished. There's no way Kane's going to get that tomorrow. Now, it worked out well because in the end, Kane outscored him. But I, I spent 70 minutes of that game just terrified. It, it is. I, I would not recommend to people going against Holland. Number one is foolish, but the stress of it. Or if you do, don't watch the match. Go for a long walk and check the score at the end because it's it's just not worth it. Like, and he doesn't even seem to sub off Holland in these matches at all. Like, so it's like, oh my god, seventy minutes of agony. So when he got only six points and no bonus, I was thinking, you know what? I'll take that. Surely Harry Kane has a chance of outdoing him. And then Kane got the goal and the assist. And and it's, it's really interesting. Like. Um, when you like, and you know, you think of Harry Kane as been such a well-known player. He actually had only, I think it was sixteen percent ownership that week, and I had him as mm. captain. And like, you want to see my rank after that game? It, it well, like I was down on four hundred thousand after not captaining Holland. At one point, after Kane, Kane was on more. Kane at one point, Kane had three bonus points, which he ended up. I think he only got one. And my rank, I was on 33,000 in the world at one point. I was like, <laughs> like, it just goes to show the power of going against the pack every now. If you can pick your moment and, and get it really just skyrockets your ranking. Like I, I've really been taking a big interest in this EO expected ownership thing this year because mm. 
it, it does well, make you, a difference. It really you're does. You're laughing now that you're up there. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And, and like, that's it. When you're doing okay and you're doing well, you start thinking defensively. You start thinking, yeah. God, that was me. Like, yeah, that was me last year. Yeah, like, like getting to the tail end of it. That's why, because I'd originally planned to play my wild card in week 36, like everybody yeah. else was. Yeah. That's like, if I play it week 34 and it hits, then that'll bump mm. me up even further. It didn't hit, and that's what took me from like 30,000 mm. to 90,000 or something. But at one point, you have to make a big gamble to. Yep. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. And like I'm thinking, it's it's game week eight. I, I can't play defensively for the next 30 <laughs> weeks either. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I had to give myself a slap. And that's why I said, no, I'm going to go for the Kane one and see how it goes. And, and it did pay off in the end. Um, mm-hmm. And then the last one there, J- Jesus. Um, and that's that's the other interesting one. Like, um, so Jesus got his goal, six points. Nice return from him. But I know our, our friend Jordan uh, sold him on his wild card this week. And he was saying in his chat, like, he, I think he was top of the grapple league. Mm-hmm. before the Arsenal match and he didn't have anybody playing in that match and because Jesus is so highly owned I think he's still at the time he was still like 78% 79% him not having Jesus and Jesus scoring one goal I think he ended up straight down to, straight down to 12th in the in the grapple league just because all the other people got gained points on him like so when you start thinking about that and you start understanding the effect of having people and not having people it does mm. kind of help you understand the game and rank and all that thing an awful lot better. You know, mm. I would advise people if they can some weekend, really closely watch your live FPL rank as each game is happening because it it, it tells you who's a powerful asset and it tells you, you know, mm. like some people's points are more valuable than other people's points. You know what I mean? And yes, it's yeah. good to have a highly owned asset, but if you can get somebody who's low, and as I said, this year I always vaguely understood EO before. But really, mm. this season, from watching closely, I'm getting a really good handle on. Okay, yeah. And it, 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 you, I, I'll talk when I when I show you my wild card later. I'll talk about how it's kind of affected my thinking in that as well. You know, yeah. I'd, I'd second that. Um, maybe not even during a, um, a live week, but just look at your team on live FPL, and it will give you yeah. the statistics. Oh yeah, that, that's what players. I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You like you don't the games don't even need to be active. Just look on there, and you can kind of tell how your ownership is against the. I think it's the immediate, it's the top 10k mm. and then the immediate 100k around you. The people who are well. attached yeah, to your yeah, rank, yeah. yeah, and that sort of thing. So, mm. uh, yeah, it can be very good in showing you who's a differential at your level that will help you bump up and that sort of stuff if uh, if they do well and mm. you know the the more obvious targets don't. It's only the, it's those little things at this point, isn't it? It's those little differences mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. like making like all the swings. And on the Jesus point, like when we get to like you know transfer plans and you know navigating the uh, the Auckland blank, mm-hmm. he's the one that I am I'm considering getting rid of. He's, yeah. He almost seems a safer bet than Martinelli because of the price thing. Like mm-hmm. he's he's you're gonna sell him for eight mil and you can always buy him back for eight mil. Whereas yeah. Martinelli, yeah, that's like, yeah, a lot of value in Martinelli. Yeah. yeah, that was my my thinking's come into that because I've just been writing through things earlier and I'm like. Arsenal have got Liverpool Spurs this week, Liverpool next week. Then it's Leeds, which is good, but then it's the blank. And you're like, if you sell him this week, you're not going to miss him really for those games. Mm -hmm. If you could get in a Mitrovic, I mean, I'm looking at Richarlson. Now that Kuloeski's out, I could get Richarlson in and have him for that run. I mean, obviously they've got Arsenal this week, but after that, Mm -hmm. they're they're like Brighton, Everton, United, Newcastle, Bournemouth. Mm. And I'm like, if Kulevsky's out for a while, Richardson in, he's probably going to play all of those games, and I think he'll be a good differential. So that might be the so way what, I'm going. 
It's one of them, isn't it? I think he's a he's a guarantee coming. He's definitely coming back, but he's like he is yeah. in my thinking right now. Like it's it'd be easy to get swept up in the stats as well. You know, six points this week, point the week before, six, one, four. It's like ever since that nineteen, it's kind of just been you know nothing yeah. particularly Normal. spectacular. Yeah. But I think if you watch the Arsenal games, he's still very much involved. Oh in yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. He, he should have way more points than he actually has. Not, not to go on about the dreaded XG, but like he's yeah. he is <laughs> he, he's underperforming his XG at the moment. Um, but I think like, if you got rid of him either this week or next week and didn't worry about him until they played Southampton after the blank, mm. I think you might be able to make up some points in a differential place mm. if, if you know if you're able to get rid of him. Mm, that's it but yeah it's like with Jesus it's XG versus VAR isn't it it's like two ways possible <laughs> but that's the issue isn't it like you know yeah, those yeah. games it just uh, it really has made all the difference with him but no I'm definitely considering that with him but I think all in all Jamesy like it's a solid score 68 well above oh, the yeah. average of 50 above the average of like the you know the top 10k and the mm. more engaged managers and all those lot you know um, gotta be happy with that week did you did you ever consider Son because I'm about to go through that with my team as an no, no, and obviously I'm sorry I didn't, but um, no, no, I, I, I tend to want to see something from a player before I bring him in. Usually, you know, I, I now he's very much back in my thoughts, he's back in everybody's thoughts. You know what I mean? And there's, there's a few weeks in the future where I'm thinking I might be able to take a week, week, one week punt on Son or something like that. But I'm glad he's back because I think the game is all the better for having alternatives and options, and you know. Everyone's team has been the same for quite a while now, or, or mostly the same. He's a bit of a joker in the pack now because he's cheaper than De Bruyne. He's well, he's, you can save a million on, on Salah with him, you know. So he's uh, hopefully he maintains the form and, and it starts giving his options outside Liverpool and City as well, you know. Yeah, he was he was very much a consideration for me uh, to go through really? my lot. Fifty three. Oh. It it was a bit. It was one of them. It, he was the story of my week because it was between him and De Bruyne, and it was like. I ended up talking myself out of it using kind of the logic of, well, no one else is going to have him either. So if he bangs, I won't be that sad. I tell you what, lads, I'm really fucking sad. You were probably punching the air when you heard he didn't start. You're thinking, great, oh. I, I made the right call. And to, you, you knew De Bruyne had 10 already. So you're thinking, I've that won that. The thing. And then, it, and then like... It felt successful. It was like, yeah. okay, cool. Because yeah. like my moves were general, generally, it was getting rid of Salah and Trent uh, to bring in uh, De Bruyne and, uh, and Trippier. I bought Perisic back, who did, uh, who did fuck all as well, and Pope um, in goal, just because I wouldn't have had a goalie. So on the face of it, it looks a bit, uh, bit Andy Ogden, the, uh, the eight-point hit. But it felt like it made sense. <laughs> I think I ended up even. I think the fact that Pope and Perisic yeah. did fuck all kind of sunk me a little bit. And doing the maths, I probably would have ended up pretty much on the same level either way. But it felt it felt worth the risk. It felt worth having, you know, taking those eight points and just, you know. For me, I think, especially on like these blank weeks or where there are a couple of blanks, it's not even an eight-point hit at that point, is it? It's a two-point hit per player because as yeah. long as they get the get two appearance two, yeah. points. And you, I always think you've got to be in it to win it. You know, I could I could go out there with eight players, but it's well more fun to go out with, you know, mm-hmm. 10 or 11. So, yeah, I ended up doing it just to uh, to make sure I had uh, I could get a team out. And, yeah, that was the, the biggest, I think, regret of our game week is going to Bruyne. And you're totally right, James. When those points came in, I was like, yeah, good call. Glad I got rid of Salah. Yeah. Probably not going to yeah. want Salah for a few weeks. That worked out. And then it was like, even like the first part of that Spurs game, I was just like, yep, yeah, this is great. Mm-hmm. No sun, not happening. And then, yeah, our chat started lighting up. And I started to realize what, uh, <laughs> what sun had done against those, uh, oh, those tired legs and... 
Oh, it's one of them. I, I was very, I was. I don't know if either you watch um, uh, Burning Questions, uh, but Sonaldo on there, who's like the biggest. Oh, like, he's a big fan. Of yeah, yeah. It, it was worth it just for, to, to watch his reaction to it. He was just so made <laughs> up, just as a big, uh, big Son fan in general, uh, to see him come back. So, like you say, James, it's, overall, like, it's a positive because it makes the game more interesting. Mm. I would have liked to have uh, have made that fifty-fifty call and had those points, but I don't think I've lost too much by not going with it either. Definitely a consideration going forward. Um, but yeah, other than that, like I say. Brought in Pope just to have a keeper. Only got me the two points. Nico Williams got a rare start. Paris did uh, did not much of anything. Cancelo, same story as you, James. He tripped, yeah. Uh, Andreas Pereira, yeah. I think everybody ended up having to play him this week. And he rewarded us all with one point. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Martinelli with the three. De Bruyne, like I mentioned, with the ten. Jesus with the six. Tony with two. Uh, which was uh, definitely uh, disappointing. Um, but obviously, I think he's still going to be a, a factor going forward. A lot of people getting him in, so I'm happy to have uh, have been on the train a little bit early with him. And yeah, captained uh, Haaland uh, with 12, which is, yeah, uh, it's disappointing with Haaland, isn't it? It's like, you, you know, <laughs> say, at least it's returns, but, you know, you uh, you kind of uh, hope and, uh, and expect more a little bit, don't you? But it's kind mm-hmm. of been spoiled, I think. I was watching... Um, black box and they have like a list of all like the other you know contenders as far as forwards go and it's getting a little bit more tasty and a bit more interesting up front and it's like Haaland 11 goals and then the other players you're talking about got like three and four like it puts it in perspective how far ahead of the pack he is going forward so it's never a bad decision to captain is it so I can uh, I can live with that and yeah bench not up to much but one thing I'd say about my bench quite happy I uh, when I when I did do the wild card a couple of weeks ago and it was more a money thing than anything I did keep uh, our mate Alan Iverson there apparently uh, in, the, uh, in the press today, views that he uh, he might well be uh, might get, yeah. get in the place. Yeah, do for some. It can't that. be any worse than Ward. Mm. Surely, God. I'm surprised it took him this long yeah. to, to give it a go. You know, it's just why not? Like, what, like you yeah. say, it couldn't go anywhere. And it feels like when you when you watch Leicester, it's like Ward's got like no relationship with that defense. Yeah. Like they're just strangers. Aren't He's they, no the presence. Base? He's like mm. even those. I think better keepers would have saved maybe a couple of those Sun Long Rangers. Mm. There's one mm. of them in particular. I'm thinking, I don't know if if that's an Allison or a Pope or someone like that. He could get across yeah. to that. Like it, it's just, I don't know. I, I think players feel like they can shoot against Leicester at the moment because there's there's no imposing figure in the goal whatsoever. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just... Iverson had a good run at Preston last year. So player of the year, I read somewhere. Yeah, from, was there somewhere? So, so... I mean. What's what what's there to be like if, if you if you look at his FPL numbers they're a joke. Like it, it's literally zero one zero one zero one. It's like he's, <laughs> he, he must be the worst, most highly owned player. Because he's the most highly owned keeper in the game because everyone has him as their number two. But in the in the history of FPL, he must be one of the worst players that everybody owned in, in a long, long time. Like Awful, awful. I mean, even now though, like you know, when we get to your wild card and people are still going double less to keep it. Like it's back in vogue a little bit. I've seen certain <laughs> people being like, but like, don't do it. If, if anyone's listening, do not do it. I don't care how good the fixtures are. Like they will concede against any team at the moment. I, I think they, I think they'll score goals. I don't think goals is a problem. They, they, I was looking last night because um, I talk about the Madison picking my wild card that they've, they're the eighth best team in the league for goals scored. They have no problem scoring goals. It's it's the fact that they probably have to score five to win a game at the moment because they're, they're so liable to consist to concede at least two or three per game. Like, it's just madness. 
what's it saying? It's insane. And like that, they're just, I, I think it, it makes sense if you're somebody who's like, like, like me, it's, it's the money thing. You know, you've got a, a number one keeper you're happy with going forward and a, a 3.9 if he starts. And if, if that does happen with mm-hmm. Iverson going forward, you know, you'll take that one, you know, as your bench for the keeper. But I just can't believe people learn lessons, folks. <laughs> like, let's learn the lesson of the bit. It's not always all fixtures, is it? Um, but uh, yeah, more on that when we uh, when we do get to them. But yeah, overall, quite happy with the uh, the fifty three points and the uh, the state of my team going forward. Although there is maybe uh, a few too many Arsenal and there uh, and City shirts uh, on there that I might need to uh, might need to. I was I was forward. thinking that when you were saying about Son or De Bruyne. Because the like, I suppose I the forward thinking thing would have been you get Sun because then you don't have to get rid of De Bruyne in a couple of I, weeks. And I did think about, or I genuinely did consider it. And I looked at the fixtures and I was like, right, but Sun's done fuck all. I'll take. Yeah. It. I was like, I was thinking <laughs> if I look. My argument was, and obviously it's retrospect, retrospectively makes no sense. Now I was like, well, over those point, over those weeks, even if you take that one fixture out, do I think De Bruyne is going to get more points? And I was like, well, yeah. You know, he's probably worth taking that extra transfer later on. I was yeah. wrong, but there was logic there, I promise. I tried. Um, but yeah, you can't always logic your way out of uh, out of FPL. Oh, Martin Bushby still uh, propping us up at the bottom and uh, there's Will Cooling uh, as well there in our uh, Contributors League. But yeah, Chris, story your game with make 44. Um, not the best uh, run, mate. Not, the, a, lot, uh, not a lot of anything, really. Just, uh, I mean, it started with uh, three transfers, um, which I didn't really have much of a memory of when I was looking at the team earlier, but I've, it's <laughs> kind of come to mind now. It's, uh, um took Salah, Estupinan and Stansfield out and brought in Harlan, uh, Neko Williams and Alan St. Maximan. Uh, mm-hmm. ASM met pretty much because he was the most, in, uh, kind of the, the only one left at that price point that I thought was uh, an option. And then it turned out he was injured. So, <laughs> That wasn't too great. Uh, but yeah, it was mainly the switch from Salah to Haaland that I was trying to facilitate with the uh, mm. with the minus four. Uh, the team itself, I think we've covered quite a few of the players already. Pope uh, with the two, uh, Cancelo with the nine, uh, Neko Williams with the one and Perisic with the two, Andreas with the one, Martinelli with a three, which I think mm. was just uh, a clean sheet, wasn't Each it? Says, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kulieski got an assist. Um that was about it, really. I, we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago when we were discussing the difference between Kulieski and uh, Diaz. And it was mm-hmm. that Diaz it, will get you goals, but Kulieski will probably get you more assists over the course of the... So it's whether you want more assists from a player or, you know, the the goal every few weeks sort of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And I stuck with Kulieski up until now. Uh, Gungadon, um Ever since I brought him in for Grealish, uh, Pep's gone the other way, I think. So <laughs> that's not really paid off for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm hopeful. We'll see how um, that one goes forward. Gungunen is one of the players that I need to sell in the next uh, couple of game weeks, though. So uh, he'll be moving out eventually. Uh, Harlan, uh, as captain, um, got the uh, the 12 points, which basically saved the, the week from being absolutely awful. Uh, mm. Tony uh, with the two-pointer and uh, Jesus with the six. That was it. Rounded it out at 44 with the minus four for 40. Uh, yeah, nothing much else. I had to bench uh, Reese James and Alexander-Arnold because of the um, postponements. Uh, St. Maximum didn't get any game time. So, mm. yeah, it was... Uh, I think I look at the team and I'm like, it doesn't look that bad. <laughs> but it, no. uh, I've just not had any uh, positive weeks, really. I bet. I don't think I've it's hit. not having Holland. I've, I think yeah, that, that that, that's, that's probably cost yeah. you what 30 40 points, maybe. Yeah, so you know, I mean, I'm not even the real one. 
Uh, I'm not even on f- over 400 points at this stage of the season, which is a bit of a uh, a bad thing. But anyway, I think uh, where, where you where you are well set, Chris, is your bench is quite strong, and mm. like none of us. I, I was looking at all our teams. We all have five assets from City yeah. and Arsenal at the moment. We're gonna have to bench probably three of those. By the time yeah. game week twelve, unless we yeah. unless we plan all the transfers, was, which is uh, which is a dangerous just game. Yeah. Out of, <laughs> I was <laughs> my notes up and my notes up on my phone has about twenty different options. But like the chances are, you're going to have to bench maybe at least two of them because you this, this, mm-hmm. like I don't want to sell Martinelli for a start because I've it would it would immediately cost me point three to bring him back. Yeah. Um I don't know if I want to sell Holland. I think again it would cost me point three. So like that's yeah. point six gone straight away so just I for think... one game week. We'll probably have um, the same players, so uh, yeah, I'm keeping... I just have I just have K- me and Benno have KDB instead of Gundo. But yeah, apart from yeah. that, we we have exactly the same players. Yeah, yeah. so I'm I'm keeping Cancelo because I can use Williams yeah. that game week because they're against Brighton. Mm. Uh, mm. Keeping Martinelli because I can use Andreas because they're against Villa, yeah. and then uh, probably um, uh, ASM will come on for Harlan that mm. week because uh, Newcastle have got Everton, so. From where I am at the minute, I only need to get rid of Gungudun and Jesus, which is why I'm thinking Richarlson in for Jesus, and then the the Gungudun one can be um, Madison or uh, Zaha or somebody, yeah. and then I've got an mm. extra transfer saved for if something else messes up in the, yeah. <laughs> which, in which, the which interim. Is, which is yeah, weird. There's, so. there's no point in planning all your transfers four weeks ahead because. Two or three no, different things it. will crop. Like I, I, at one point, I had this precarious house of cards for the next six weeks, where I had all my transfers <laughs> planned, targeted specific transfers, and I, I had to look at myself and go, "Come on, two of your players <laughs> will get injured this week, and that'll completely go out the window." So yeah, you know. So I say, I, I'm waiting as late as I can for news on Kulievsky because the initial news sounded very bad, but then mm. Conte just said, today. "Yeah, Conte yeah. just went, oh, he's yeah. got a bit of a problem, but we'll yeah. assess him tomorrow." Yeah. Uh, St. Maximum sounds like he was back in training earlier this week and will probably at least be on the bench. So if I can get through this week with, and roll the transfer with Kuleski mm. on the bench, I'm not too worried about that. Uh, and then I can use the two transfers to you know, try and get ahead of things again. But knowing that I only have to make two transfers over the next three, well, I guess four game weeks, because you can make one in that game week where there's the blanks, mm. kind of puts me in a bit more of a positive position. So. We'll see. I think it's. I definitely advise at this stage, though, that everybody looks at what they're going to do with the Man City and Arsenal players yeah, and decide who the... you want to keep. Martinelli and Harlem, for me, I wouldn't sell mm, just because same. of how much money you'll lose on trying to get them back in. And you'll um, want them back straight away. Like the thing about yeah. Martinelli is there's no one as good as him in midfield no. at, at 6.5 or below. There's not. There, there's a few okay assets. You, you you will get to game week 13 and you'll immediately want to bring him back in anyway. Yeah, and you'll have passed yourself point three. So I'm straight, exactly after, straight after that blank, sorry, the, uh, straight after that blank, they've got Southampton and Forest. Yeah, so exactly. you don't want to miss them. Brilliant fixtures, yeah. yeah. Great fixtures, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. The same, I'm the same as you. I'm, I'm going to bench Martinelli and um, Haaland, but I'm actually going to hang on to Jesus. I am... Right. Um, I'm a bit scared of what he would do to me if I if he went off. I think because mm. like he's, his own his ownership is slipping a little bit, 
but he's still like adding like I, I mean, I've, I've could, never seen I've never seen a player above seventy yeah. percent in this game. If he you gets wait all the way up to that game week to before you sell him. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna like, keep him I'm gonna keep him through the difficult fixtures because I yeah. do think he, he's capable of scoring against Liverpool. I think he's well capable of scoring against Spurs. I, I do believe in him as a player that he can score mm. against any opposition. Um and what I'll do is yeah. I will try and roll transfers in such a way that in, in game week twelve I'll flip him. And I think I'm going to flip out De Bruyne. Mm. And I'll, the, the vague plan would be to have Salah for that game week because they play West Ham and then a cheaper striker. Um, whoever looks like it, whoever's fit at under 8 million, that's, you know, maybe Isaac, maybe Wilson, Ooh, whoever's fit. Dominic Solanke. Maybe. maybe <laughs> He's the uh, IWC at the moment. Who's he got that week? He has Southampton at home that week. As a, They've as got a, a, as a hell of a run. As a one-week punt. I'm not ruling out having Solanke just for that game week and then literally flip, <laughs> flipping him back to Jesus then in 13. Bournemouth, so, haven't, had a, Bournemouth haven't had an XG of over one. <laughs> I know. Also. There is that. I know. <laughs> just like, well, there's so many amazing 30, stats. 36 goals plus assists last season. You know? Like well, I was... I was gonna say I've got up on, for the video viewers. I've got up on the screen. The uh, our friends at it. They're, they're our friends again now. I'll forgive them for the whole fancy <laughs> football hubs. Uh, <laughs> I'm a member again. I've, uh, I've, I've I've got a very unique password though. That's that's my last. <laughs> Great website. Aside from that, wasn't their fault playing the Russians. Um, but yes, the um, their fixture ticker running up to game week sixteen, which is basically all we need to think about un- mm-hmm. until then. Bournemouth right at the top, you know, yeah. as far as quality of fixtures. It's just like you say, look at the rate they've got for their attack and defense, one star. Like, you know, it's just it's still Bournemouth is the problem. Yeah. Look at that run. Brentford, Leicester, Fulham, Southampton at home, West Ham away, Tottenham at home, not so great. Leeds away, Everton at home. Like that mm. is you'd think something would happen there. Like yeah. you get you and get your money's worth out of Salang. The, the thing about them is they've been okay against non- Top six teams. Obviously, that they got absolutely destroyed by Liverpool and City. But if you take those two results out, like that they went to Newcastle the last day, drew one all, and like Newcastle did not deserve to win that game. Newcastle, they they, they stifled Newcastle very well. I don't think they're as bad as that nine nil and the, whatever it was, the six nil against City would suggest. And I think against teams at their own level, they'll hold their own. But the, I think the problem for them is, I think they're actually okay and they will defend okay against those teams. But it's getting goals, and like if mm-hmm. if uh, I think it was you, you're quoting the stats there, Chris, like about XG and that kind of thing. Their their XG per game is something like 0.4 or something like that yeah. as a team, which is which is really really poor. You know, they're going to be relying on stuff like penalties and set pieces and that kind of thing. I can like you know, and and I, I was kind of I was looking through their squad to see is there someone else that I could you know maybe a 4.5 defender or something like that. But I, I don't trust them to get clean sheets. That guy Billing in midfield has scored a couple of goals, but he's still 5.5. You know what I mean? And if you're going to spend, you know, if you are going to get a Bournemouth player, you'd spend the 5.7 on Solanke instead, you know? Um, Yeah. It's it's one of them. It's, it's, it, it, it does feel like, you know, early in the season with some of those uh, names who will not be named at this point, uh, IWC picks as far as... Uh, <laughs> I think the, the argument, though, as well, isn't it? Like, you look at, like, a Solanke, it's the money you save, isn't it? Like, yes, down yeah, it's, it's not just... Yeah, exactly, yeah. What else can you do with that money? Maybe you only yeah. plug him in for those home games, you know, those solid-looking yeah. home games, Brentford, yeah. Leicester, you know, Southampton and Everton, you could probably plug him in there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm... You know, I was going to ask you guys kind of what your plan is going forward to navigate that blank. I'm exactly the same as what you guys were just saying. Then I think, I think Jesus will go for me, 
But mm. I think, you know, as an overall, it's like, well, I'm going to keep Cancelo because I'm not going to want to get him back. I'm 100% going to be keeping Haaland. No way mm. uh, is he leaving there, my squad, even, even without a game. There's arguments for the others, really, but, like, I think it's pretty much locked, really, as far as, like, I think it'll just be a case of, you know, the main three uh, on the bench, and then I've got, you know, I've got the next, what, three three weeks' worth of uh, transfers uh, to to figure out how I'm going to get rid of the uh, the yeah. other three. I think that's just, well, you, I think it's going to be everyone's plan, aren't it, Chris? Yeah, basically, I think that's that's got to be the focal point of what you're looking at. you got to whittle it down. I think the agreement, I think, from all of us will be that, it's got to be Haaland and it's got to be uh, Martinelli that you keep yeah, in. I'd also, I'd throw Cancelo in there as well and just have them three as your bench mm-hmm. players and then ensure that you're getting people in that are definitely going to play that week, mm-hmm. particularly if you're also relying on Neko Williams and Andreas because they could be on the bubble sort of thing of playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not Andreas, but Neko Williams anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you're the ones that are going to have to be guaranteed. That's where I'm a little worried about, say, Maximum Kulievsky's injuries just to see mm-hmm. if they run on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's definitely got to be the focal point of what you're you're looking at unless you're obviously in a position where you've already got you know only a couple of players from those teams but I imagine most people will have three or whatever you can easily go uh, KDB to Sun um, that sort of thing without if you look at game week 11 my my Mm -hmm. plan is keep KDB for this week the -hmm. following week he has Southampton at home so he's going Mm -hmm. nowhere that week and then the next week they're playing Liverpool but Mm -hmm. Spurs have Everton at home so I think game week eleven is a nice time to switch KDB to Sun. Yeah, and then, and then if he starts showing is... form as well, I you know, obviously yeah. the one week was incredible and he did yeah. great. But like yeah. you know, you want to yeah. you do want to see him repeat it, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everton at home is a nice game, and then if I can, then flip the following week Sun to Salah because Liverpool mm. have I think it's West Ham at home um, mm. in in the in the week that Arsenal and City blank. Now that's a lot of planned transfers and it's as I said, it only takes a couple of injuries to throw all that up in the air. But I think rotating around that second premium midfielder, you, you could get a lot of joy by kind of targeting the good fixtures in the next four weeks with them. Um, and the thing about, like, I, I wouldn't be advising people to make wholesale, like to get rid of, if you are like I'm on, I could have gotten rid of all those Arsenal players this week on my wild card, but I'm looking at Arsenal's fixtures there, Benno, from, where's Arsenal on that? From 13 mm-hmm. onwards. We're way down the bottom, but look at 13 14 Southampton, Nottingham Forest. Now, obviously, Chelsea in 15, but then Wolves in 16. You'd mm. like to have Martinelli and Jesus for those four, at least for three of those four fixtures. So, you don't yeah. want to leave yourself in a situation after 12 where you have to make a minus four, a minus eight to get them back in mm. again. You know, so it's a, it's a real this blank game week has messed a lot of things up and it's meant mm. you have to do a very fine balancing act. But the other problem is if you're planning to have three guys on your bench already, an injury or a player being dropped, a lot yeah. of people could end up with eight or nine players starting. And even having made all the best laid plans in the world, mm. you have someone like Kulisevsky, he could be dropped that game week anyway. Because they have, like you also, the other thing to take into account is <laughs> all the, the European, European games. The European yeah. games are, are like, and most of the teams that we all have players from have European matches in the midweek between these as well. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'm talking about starting uh, keeping De Bruyne for Southampton in that in that game week eleven. He mm. could easily be rested because they have European games either side of that as well. So it's like it's 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 one of those it's one of those little it's it, I like these kind of conundrums. I, I, these Me are the too. puzzles. I, I like being able to break this. I, in my head, the season now is the next four weeks. 
what yeah, am I doing yeah. for these four weeks? And then there's another block of four after that. And then you have the World Cup. So it's like break it up into what's the optimum way to navigate these next four weeks. You have to take into account European games. And again, when you see my wildcard team, I did try to bring in players from non-European teams as well to kind of have less of those headaches with resting mm-hmm. players and that kind of thing. Because, you know, again, your Leicester assets, your Palace assets, your Newcastle assets, they become more valuable now because you know those guys are going to play no matter what, mm-hmm. unless they're injured, which, which is very valuable at the moment when it's just all so condensed and clustered together, you know? Yeah, I think there's... Was there any argument, like, to, to your point there, about seeing it as a four and a four? Did you consider holding on to the wild card until past that? Yeah. A lot of people are dead-ending, aren't they? A lot of people yes. are looking at that yeah. game week 12 and going, it's fine. You know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll die a death in, in game week two. I will. Yeah. It makes it easy, doesn't it? You justify to yourself, okay, De Bruyne can go. You know, my yeah. Arsenal players can go because I can. I'll get our wild card them back in in thirteen. Did you consider? Yeah, it? like if you do manage to get to thirteen and have a wild card, you're at a big advantage because you can straight away go triple Liverpool. Like look at Liverpool's fixtures: Forest, mm-hmm. Leeds, Southampton. You straight away you go triple Liverpool. Or triple City, triple Arsenal, get all the big hitters back in because they all have nice fixtures. And But the problem is, with the way my team was set up, mm. it would have required... Like, I, I have six assets in my team before I played my wild card. So in my game week, eight team, mm. I had six players from Arsenal, my goalkeeper as well. So, like, it would have meant booking in four transfers pretty much. I also didn't have a very good bench. So the players I, w- I would have been bringing in to replace those guys would have been crap. So, like, my bench didn't really suit it. I had Kane up front, which meant it was hard for me to get to a premium midfielder. So I weighed it all up, and I thought, it's too messy. I I would have to really, you know, do a real spin a load of plates to get all these transfers out to get a team on the pitch for 12, and it would have been too messy. I would have, I could see myself ending up taking minus fours a couple of weeks and that kind of thing, and I think, you know, too much of a mess. Let's just, let's target these four games now, keep as many... Arsenal and City guys on the bench as I can. And then I'll, I'll, I'll take the next four blocks when they come then, you know what I mean? And yes, it would be great to have a wild card for those four. But like having, you know, having such a powerful chip as a wild card just for four, four weeks, weeks as well feels a little bit. And also, I, I really badly wanted Zaha and Madison and Mitrovic who weren't in my team. Because again, if you look at their fixtures for the next eight, they're guys, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving those in my team for the next eight weeks by injury. So again, mm. all the pros in favour of the wild card really just made it the best decision for me this week. But mm-hmm. if your team was better set up than mine, you know, being that, able to being able to really go hard at it for the four weeks before the World Cup could be very good as well, you know. That, that's what I don't like about it, like my about holding on to the wild card. I, but I'm guilty of that. I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. It always gets Hoarding, to Christmas yeah. and it's like, yeah. I've got to use it now. And then yeah. I, it happened last year at the end of the season. I used my wild card with about three weeks to go. And it was just like, what's the point? Like, yeah. what have I gained from this? It's just, yeah. It's How much of a game can you make, like, in, in those few weeks? You can go you know, wild, yeah. can't you? You can, you know, go mm-hmm. crazy for yeah. four yeah. weeks. But, like, the overall gains, I don't know. I think you're better off being a bit bit more measured with it. Um, and then more from you, Chris, on these fixtures before we have a, a reel of, a, of James's wild card. And I'll stand up to you, for you for, like, navigation while we're giving the... No, really. I think um, the one thing that just jumped out at me then when you said Zaha was just how good those Palace fixtures yeah. are following, following this Chelsea one. Unbelievably um, good, yeah. Because, I mean, you're looking at Leeds at home, Leicester away, Wolves at home, Everton away, Southampton at home, West Ham away, mm-hmm. Nottingham Forest away. That's a really good run from That's that point. So, yeah. I mean, if you're not taking out a midfielder this week for Madison, save it a week mm-hmm. and yeah. bring Zaha in next week. 
Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I, I'd maybe even lean towards Zaha against Chelsea over mm. Madison you never know. in that team because I'm not. I'm not sold on that Leicester team. And Forest mm. will be up for that game, the first big Forest yeah. Leicester game in the Premier League for a while. They'll definitely be up for that. That'll, be, some... that'll be four all or something mental. Yeah. That, 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 that'll be a match to watch on Monday night. It's Monday night. Yeah, as well, big Monday night game. That'll as well, be brilliant. Yeah, so that'll be, There'll yeah. be goals galore in that game. Yeah, yeah, so that should be an interesting. No, one. Iverson's in goal now, James. He guarantees oh, yeah. he's like that. Maybe all right. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the problem now because when you see my wild card in a minute, I have Ward. So do I switch? Like I, I read that article that was linked, and it, it sounded a bit like the journalist's opinion that he might go to Everson rather than Rogers right. actually saying I'm going to change the keeper. So I don't know. Hopefully, he says something more concrete in the press conference, maybe or something like that. But oh, mm. yeah, so, so I don't know who to go for my sub keeper now. You know. And if I go Everson, that's another point one million for me as well, you know. So it's like yeah. ah, all these decisions, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll, we'll we'll reveal it now. We'll uh, have a look with uh, without any further ado. But yeah, these are the types of uh, calls you got to make, Jamesy. The pressure yeah. is on. Let's pick it time. apart, Chris. Let's have a look at it. We're uh, we're just <laughs> ignore us, by the way, James. We're just jealous because we both wasted ours weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it is. It, this feels like the optimum time to work. Oh, would you agree, Chris? Like this is the time. Oh like, yeah, I think could have our time again. Yeah, if you if you watch a lot of online content, it's all been mm-hmm. about wild cards this week. So it's mm-hmm. obviously kind of the designated week that a lot of the uh, the talking heads like to uh, mm-hmm. have uh, circled. Uh, I couldn't have made it. To, uh, well, I don't know. I, in, in retrospectively, I think I probably could have saved it until this time, and the team would mm-hmm. probably still be in the exact same position it is now. But <laughs> that's neither <laughs> here nor there at the time. It felt like at the right call. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah, it's uh, the way it is, isn't it? Uh, wasn't strong enough in my beliefs. Uh, but no, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I think this was. Um, this is a. Uh, if you can't hold it, I, I, I maybe think thirteen might be the best time to do it if because you, you might be able to get a really big haul. Mm. As Jamesy touched on at that point, yeah. but I think now is probably the best time to do it. You've got enough data to to know who's yeah. who's where and what fixtures are are better weighted for certain teams, sort of yeah. thing. So, like you say, those Palace ones. Uh, it was, it was really just the way got... my team was. It would yeah. have required too much movement of stuff about yeah. the, the structure. That's was just bad. because I punted on Kane mm. on the last week. It meant I didn't have a and I wanted a premium midfielder for this run, and it, it just. It would have been minus fours all over the place. Yeah, it would have been I know, I know. planning specific transfers every week, and it just yeah. it looked too messy to me, and it looked too kind of can I keep all these plates spinning every week? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just said, you have to be very just... yeah, you have to be very fortuitous to get through to game week twelve or thirteen without having to use the wild card. I think yeah. you'd have had to have exactly. made almost every decision correctly Perfect from decision. the start yeah. Yeah. from yeah. the start of the exactly. season. So, yeah, yeah, eight, seven, or eight definitely seem like the best sort of time to to end up using it. Yeah. So, Do you want to throw us through it then, Jamesy? Yeah. Who have you got? And uh, most importantly, Jamesy, because you're an FPL manager, the nearly men, so that next week when it turns out that, like... <laughs> yeah. The guys I've been kicking myself over. Yeah. I had him. I oh, had him because you had everyone. <laughs> well, believe me, Benno, like, because it's been an international week as well, there's been extra time for fiddling about with it and putting guys in and can I can I get three premiums in, all this kind of stuff, you know what I mean? And how much can I skimp on my bench? And the, the things I had to take into account was game week 12 being a blank, obviously. I, you know, I had to find a way to make sure I could get a good team on the pitch for 12. And that meant um, having... I needed I needed a, a stronger bench than I had. Um, and I needed to cut down on the number. Like, I had six 
Arsenal and City players now. I still have five, <laughs> but um, I, it's, it's because I'm being stubborn about Jesus. And I think like my, my next few game weeks are going to kind of live and die on Jesus, I think, because um, mm. if I didn't have him, I would have more money to spend elsewhere as well. Like Because the alternatives to him are kind of 0.8, 1 million, even lesser, which is money I could spread around the team, you know. So the, 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 the guys that have me worried that I don't have, I suppose, are I don't have Trent, I don't have Salah, and I don't have Perisic, and then no Kane or Son, you know. And and like looking looking at some of the content creators, a lot the big debate is should we have Trent or Salah in or not? Um, my feeling is that even though City do blank in twelve, I think there's more points to be got from City in the next three games in Liverpool. I I, I I'm I'm looking in particular at the game they play each other, and. That that Liverpool high line, I'm just thinking about how high they defend, how high they push their back four up. And I'm thinking about De Bruyne slotting passes through to Erling Haaland behind that defence. And like exactly. if I was a Liverpool fan, I'd be worried about that. I'm just thinking that game in particular, I I I really think those two could 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 really score highly in that week. You know what I mean? So um for the benefit of people listening anyway, my um my team is first of all, I've and this is still, I'm still going to be messing around with this tomorrow. At the moment, and the biggest actual debate is goalkeeper. I, I really don't yeah. know what to do with goalkeeper because if no you look at this, yeah, there's no, there's no obvious. The week before, if I had gone the week before, I would have gone Pope, but then they spooked me a little bit last week because of that Bournemouth game. They conceded to Bournemouth and I, and I have Trippier as well. Do I want double Newcastle defence? You know, I, I, I don't like double defence at the best of times. And if I do want double defence, it's probably City or Liverpool I'd want. I don't really want a mid-table team to be double defence for me. So um, at the moment, it's on the Palace keeper because we saw those fixtures. They've got the second yeah. best run of fixtures coming up. Um, he's only 4.5. Um, there's a little bit of talk that he could get dropped and that because jo- they bought Johnston in the summer and Vieira has a habit of dropping Gaeta every now and again. Like he dropped him for... Um, what's the keeper, the subkeeper they had last year? Um, English guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Butland. Butland, wasn't it? Butland, yeah. Randomly, he'd put Butland in for a game and take Aita out. But So at the moment, he's in, and I, I really don't know what the best alternative is. I'm, I'm not going to do the double Leicester thing. I'm not going to spend the 5.2 on Pope when I have Trippier already. I'm not going mm. to go with Ederson because he's got a blank. I don't like Liverpool defence. I don't really want to have Alisson because he costs so much. So maybe I'll switch him to someone like Sanchez, but I, I don't know what to expect from Brighton anymore. They've got a new manager. Mm-hmm. You know, apparently their new manager plays a really kamikaze style of football where there's really, really playing it out of the back a lot, which when that's new to them could lead to them conceding a few. So I, I just, I don't trust Brighton's defence at the moment. Maybe. How about Martinelli? Not Martinelli, Martinez. Villa. Yeah, it, it's just uh, the the Villa keeper, is it? Because mm, I've just looked at their mm. fixtures. Yeah, he's five he's though, away, isn't he? Forest away. Uh, is he five point nine at the moment? Yeah, you, you see, my, yeah. my, I, it kind of has to be a, a four point five. If I want all these other guys, it has to be four point five. Really, uh, unfortunately, because um, I've left a little bit of money in the bank to to, to allow me to move from De Bruyne to Salah if I want to. Um, so there's there's not a lot of wriggle, and I've I, I've gone as thin as I can on the bench as well, while still having a strong enough bench. Um, then my back three are Cancelo, Trippier, and James. Um, 
if I'm not going to have Trent, I think they're the best three to have, really. I, I think Trippier just has... I've had Trippier since day, since week one. He's been very good to me. He's great on bonuses. He'll get it. He, like, even last week, again, didn't keep a clean sheet, but got the assist. He's yeah. one of their main attacking outlets, really, even though he's a defender. Um, Reese James... Chelsea, if you look at their fixtures for the next eight, are very, very nice. Um, Potter, I think, made Brighton a very solid team. And if, if he can get Chelsea to be a little bit more solid, and if he encourages James to be an attacker, I think he could be really, really good for the next kind of eight weeks. Cancelo, no reason to sell Cancelo. You know, we, we just talked about it there. Like, he kept a clean sheet and got three bonus points in a random game against Wolves the last day when other people scored and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, he can sit on the bench in 12, can't he? And even in 11, he might get something. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, he still get points on the bench even when he's not playing. <laughs> he's still somehow yeah. get a bonus point. <laughs> <laughs> the reverse Perisic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, one of my main reasons for playing the wildcard this week was I, I did want Madison and Zaha. I know there was, mm. in our chat, there was a bit of scoffing in the chat there um, a couple of days ago about Madison as a pick. I think Madison's a great I'm pick. I'm coming round. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like uh, as I said, they're I think they're the eighth best team for goals scored in the league so far. Um, I, I remember way back in the summer, the very first draft I made, I had Madison in because it, it, fresh in my memory was the way. Remember the way he finished last season? Hmm. For the last six to eight weeks, he was he was nearly scored every. He, he went on an insane run of goal scoring. Um, he takes all their major uh, set pieces. He's really good on free kicks. He's the only player in that team that can really hold his head up high. And the fixtures are phenomenal. Like they're right up there at the top of the fixture ticker as well, you know. So I, I just think like and and the thing about them is they could lose a game six two and he could get a goal and an assist in that anyway. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's 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 they do score goals, they're a good attacking team. Um and yeah, I I, I and look at that first fixture, like as I said, like the, the the devil on my shoulder for a second said, Would you captain Madison there against Forrest at home? You know, <laughs> to me Forrest are Forest are, you know, just right down there with Leicester as the worst defence in the league. They're woeful at the back. Like, even despite all the players they've signed, Forest at home, you know, very, very nice fixture. Um, I would be posting very smugly in that chat if he goes off against Forest, I tell you, at the weekend. <laughs> we'll all <laughs> be, have by then. We'll I'd all change our minds. I'd be taking names of all the people who are slagging him off. <laughs> but, well, the, the thing, um, uh, I think it's FPL mate quite often says about Madison, he's, he's a very boom or bust player. He's yeah. a very a streaky player. Mm. And it's quite often with Madison, once you notice that he's doing well, that's when he stops doing well. Yeah. Sort of thing. <laughs> like, and then he'll go in a bad spell for a little bit yeah. and then he'll come yeah, back yeah, to yeah. it. So it's, uh, it's all about the timing of getting on yeah. him at the right time, isn't it? Uh, I think yeah. more than more than a lot of players. I think, he's, uh, I think kind of when we looked at Madison, uh, Mason Mount uh, earlier on in the season, where mm. we were like, oh, he's got these massive peaks and then he's got nothing... Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, Madison's very similar in that sort of vein, but uh, um, I, you know, as you say, going forward, Leicester mm-hmm. uh, are much better than they are defending. So, and and the other thing is, okay, so if I don't get him, I've got eight million to spend, and mm-hmm. Mason Mount is doing nothing this season. Diaz, I think, is a is a good solid asset, but Jota, Firmino, Nunes, Salah are all fit now at the moment. Yeah, he is going to get rested at some point. Um. Kulisevsky's injured and not guaranteed of his place either. He's in and out of the team because, you know, Son is back now. Um, Richarlison's, Conte loves Richarlison. Kane's going to play every week. So there's, you know, there's not room on, in that team. So then you're kind of thinking, 
Well, who else is there at eight million? You know what I mean. So I, I you know, as I said, I fully stand behind that pick. I, I, I and, and I'm just going to leave him in there for the eight weeks, and, and let's see how he comes out at the end of that with with those fixtures. Which is funny, by the way. Remember at the start of the season, we all had like lists of ten, eight million players to go for. Yeah, yeah. he was <laughs> Bowen yeah. became the IWC pick again yeah. last week. People yeah. have quickly forgotten about nobody's that. Nobody's talking about nobody's putting Bowen in their game game week nine wild cards. Yeah, exactly. And like Saka would be one I'd like to have, but I can't bring in another Arsenal player now when I have to get rid of them in two or three weeks' time. You know what I mean? So yeah. that rules him out. So there's a good argument against all the alternatives as well. You know, um, Zaha has been. You know, I've had my eye on Zaha for weeks now, and it's just the time hasn't been right to bring him in. Um, again, he was one of the first people I wanted on this wild card, no matter what. Like you said, Chris, those those fixtures, you know, second best on fixtures at the moment. Um, he's he's playing brilliantly. Like that, that goal he got at Anfield against Liverpool, mm. the finish was unbelievable. He off Vieira will often actually play Zaha as the centre forward when he wants to play maybe Eze out on the left and Elise on the right. So like a lot of the time, he's the most far forward player that that. Um, Crystal Palace have. So, um, yeah, again, I think I'm just going to buy him, leave him in the team for eight weeks, and, and let's see what his return is at the end of that because um, there's not a huge reason to take him out when you look at those fixtures. Um, we talked about Martinelli earlier. Um, no interest in selling him because I, I know I'm going to want him back pretty soon and that'll cost me 0.3 million when, when money yeah. is very tight at the moment, you know. Um, De Br- and again, one of, and I'm still debating this, should I go De Bruyne or Salah? Um, obviously, De Bruyne has the Manchester Derby this weekend, which is a tough game. But Kevin De Bruyne in big games, he's a yeah, big game player. Yeah. You know, so I, I totally fixture proof. You know what I mean? I don't worry about him with fixtures. In fact, I like seeing him have big games because he's the guy that will steadily deliver in big matches no matter what. And he's supplying the big guy up front. You know what I mean? So he's he's whipping and crosses to him. He's playing through balls. He's probably going to get a phenomenal amount of assists this season, never mind goals, you know. Um, Salah has Brighton, which could be a good... Obviously, Brighton have been really good this season. We don't know what way they're going to play under the new guy. As I said, I, I've done a bit of research on him and he likes, he, he likes to tempt teams in by playing around at the back and then playing beyond them. When you're new to that kind of kamikaze football, mistakes will happen. And yeah, Liverpool particularly will... against a team that can switch it as quickly as yeah. uh, as a Liverpool can, and who press pace in that team, and who press like yeah, you know, maybe the best pressing team in the world at the moment, Liverpool. You know, so um, I'm thinking, God, will Salah haul at the weekend? And that's my big mm-hmm. dilemma, you know. Um, but to get to, the, and I have the money to get to Salah. Um, so we'll see. That's that. That could change very, very easily. I'm, the there's pros say, and cons to both. You know? Yeah. I, the thing I'd say again, uh, I guess about KDB is what we said with Benno is uh, you're forcing yourself to make a transfer in a couple it of is. weeks yeah, to keep it is. Uh, yeah. to, to to see if the Bruins in there. Whereas obviously, if you have Salah, then you've you're it's negating. Yeah. yeah, you're ne- yeah. you're negating that bit of a minefield, aren't you? So but that, my 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 big reason is. Southampton at home the following week. And that's really yeah, that's like, it. you know, there's United at home, but then there's like, Jesus, they're playing Southampton. If, but would he, will he play that game or will he be rested? You know, so it's like, ah, there's so yeah. much to think about, you know, so that, that that's my dilemma. Really, I want him for the Southampton game the following week mm. or should I just play it safe and get sad? But then... They've got United this weekend and then they're going, they're playing at home 
on Wednesday night because I'm yeah. going to that one, and then they're playing again on Saturday, aren't they? So yeah. I'd expect it's, some rest. It's really tight. Maybe. Yeah, I, I look yeah. at the fixtures, and it's it's like a two day rest game, two day rest game. So yeah, there will be rotation. But is is it Copenhagen they're playing? Yeah, Copenhagen. Yeah, he could rest them for that. that that's, that's one. You know, yeah. that's that's, and they've already got yeah. six points in their group. My, you know? my, so it's like the annoying uh, thing in my head is that I'm going to go see that game, and it's going to end up being Calvin Phillips and. Uh, uh, Alvarez up front, and I'm yeah. not going to see the Bride or Harland. Yeah. <laughs> and you'd be half happy for half that. <laughs> yeah, I'd be delighted. Jesus, yeah, exactly. That's my problem solved. Um, and then the front three, I suppose, doesn't. I, I haven't had Mitrovic so far, um, and it's someone I've wanted for a long time. So he's in. Haaland, obviously, no brainer. He's going to stay in. And as I said, Jesus is the one. I've just been stubborn about him. I, I, I do. I, I think he can score in those difficult games. Um, I'm probably going to hold him through the blank even and just keep going with him. Um, and as I said, my, my fear with Jesus is that if he hauls and I don't have him, it's going to destroy my rank straight away. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and you know, that's maybe not a great way to think and it's a kind of a maybe a cowardly way to play the game, especially <laughs> this early in the season. But I just, you know, as I said, if he gets two goals and an assist and I don't have him, yeah, you know, again, I, I feel like no. I feel there'll be goals in that Arsenal Spurs yeah. game. Oh, yeah, be, that I, was it. I always feel like these derby games is always going to be yeah. a lot of goals. Oh, so. yeah, that, that'll yeah. be like a 3 2, 4 2, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. you could easily see Jesus and getting a few and uh, Kane getting a few. Mm. I'd, I'd love Kane, Kane always scores in that match. I, I, one player I'd love to have just for one week is Kane for this match because Kane always does well against them as well. Like, yeah. so and then what's my Arsenal. bench? Arsenal at home against Spurs as well. It's kind of like, you know, you know the history of that too. I yeah, always think but... that with the derbies, it's like, you know, it's like, like the Liverpool City one that's come one up in 11 and everyone's swearing off the play. You never know. That might end up being three all, you know? Like, yeah. It's just, yeah. you know, it's not necessarily a nailed on nil-nil, is it? Or a one. Yeah. No, they always score against each other. Yeah. 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 I mean, City, Liverpool, there was a load of chances in the... Um... Charity Shield, on Charity Shield, Shield yeah. yeah. It's always quite an open game. Like they, they don't set out to defend against each other. Like, yeah. And would then you, the... um, with Jesus, um, was there anyone else you're considering, Jamesy? You're considering like maybe maybe Tony in that spot? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that, that. That's the thing. Like there, there are lots of good options. Like Tony Isaac before he got injured. I was looking Isaac, at his fixtures yeah. are, are nice. Like Fulham away this week is, is pretty. good. If he was fit. I think yeah. I'd have gone with him if I was young. Yeah. Well, probably wouldn't now that you're not fit. He's fit, but yeah. Like, as I said, Solanke. Mm. What 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 he does is he opens up. Like I could probably get Trent in my defense. You know what I mean? If I got if I had Solanke, yeah. like that's he gains you. Was it two point three million over Jesus? That's mm. a lot of money you can spread around your team. Like you could get a premium goalkeeper. You can get Trent in there in the back. You know so. You know, as I said, I, I honestly can see myself maybe just doing a one-week punt on Solanke in, in 12, um, but we'll see. We'll see. That's a long way away. Um, and then the thing is, my, my, I need to have playing players. Like, I can't have a 4.5 striker on the bench now because I'm going to need my three bench players in game week 12 all to play. So um, at the moment, uh, Andreas, never, t- you know, he's been a good solid asset. I've played him three times and he's returned in two of the games I've played him in. So... Great, you know he's going to play. He's playing number 10 for a team that's doing fairly well. He's putting crosses in the box for Mitrovic. No-brainer to leave him in. Gwehi is, he's only 4.3 million, which is a really good price. Who is um, that? He's, he's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's Crystal Palace, he, he, yeah. Palace centre-back. He pl- plays 
nailed, nailed every week, plays every single game. Actually, he's really good on the bonus points because he, he plays a lot of passes out from the back for them. Um, and I, I will want him in game week 12. And if you bring it up, I think, is it Villa at home they play in game week 12, Benno? Game week 12. Wolves at home. Wolves at home. Yeah. Like yeah. one of the worst attacks in the league. So I'll be playing double Palace defence in a game. <laughs> but it's against Wolves, the most toothless team yeah. in the league. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like there's a nice chance of a clean sheet there. You know? I like that. And then yeah. I have 4.1 point, four left. Um, the three options at that price level are Patterson of Everton, who's now injured for five weeks, so can't get him. Emerson at West Ham is very interesting because West Ham's mm. fixtures are really good, but he was dropped the last day. Um, yeah, if, seemed, if, if West like Ham a, play five at the back, he plays. If they play yeah. four at the back, he gets dropped. Exactly, so, and yes. so I can't. Try, and also in game week twelve, West Ham play Liverpool. So I, I don't want a West Ham defender <laughs> that week, you know. And it, it, specifically, my bench is with. The, I have to look at game week twelve with my bench because they're all going to play. So that's another tip yeah. for people: look at your bench now and look at who those players play in game week twelve because you're, you're going to need those guys unless you're clearing out all of your Arsenal and City players, which yeah. is madness in itself, you know. Um, yeah. So Neko Williams becomes the default choice. Um, he's the only player I can afford at that level. He has a reasonable game. I think it's who are they playing, guys? In twelve, anybody? Uh, Brighton. Brighton. Not, not bad. You know, it's not. It's not a top team. You might get an early assist out of him. You might get lucky and get a clean sheet. So you know, I'd happily I'm play him. For him. One. I'm thinking of yeah. starting him again. Let's Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a decent enough asset for the price. There's no one else at four point one, which is literally what I have left, and I have enough money in the bank. Um, if I want to move up to De Bru- from De Bruyne to Salah, I can as well. That's the one little bit of leeway oh, yeah. I've left myself um, because I kind of like the idea of having Salah for 12 when they play West Ham at home because That's, there'll, be no, there'll, be, there'll be no City option for captain. There'll be no Arsenal option for captain. You're probably mm-hmm. going to want a Liverpool player for captain or Spurs, I suppose. Um, That's so interesting with Salah, I think, because like last week, and I was one of the people with the blank, Liverpool players out. People on wild cards last week. Yeah. No Liverpool players to be seen. This week you've seen a lot of wild cards with yeah. Salah and Trent. Back. So, so. A lot of people argue with themselves, going right, but you know they are praying Brighton at home this yeah. week, and you know the fixtures hmm. after you know, from twelve onwards aren't too bad. Salah might yeah. be back. It's just like, <laughs> Some of the, a lot of the big content creators are putting the Liverpool guys back in because they they see that as the advantage they can get from having the wild cards, and I don't dislike it. Like and as Chris said earlier, it's it saves you the hassle of having to get rid of De Bruyne before 12 as well. Yeah. So like it's, it, there's there's perfectly good logic to it. All the big assets have two hard games in the next few weeks. So like no mm. matter who you bring in, it's going to have tough fixtures anyway. You know, like, like City have United and Liverpool. Liverpool have United and Arsenal. Arsenal yeah. have Spurs and Liverpool. So you're not, you're, not, you're not getting a nice run out of any of the big assets at the moment. You know what I mean? So um, it's but, just a matter of making the right pick really, you know. Just wanted to throw this up for you, uh, Jamesy. Yes. So I was going to say I'd prefer Joe Chim Anderson. So would I, but he's 4.5. just that little bit too expensive? It's, 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 it's literally the point two of a difference. You know, uh, uh, right. and yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I think Anderson's... If you, were, if you had the money and you could pick between... The, I would definitely go for Anderson, no problem. Yeah. Because he's passing out of defence is unbelievable. And he gets, yeah, I was bonus, say he's, he gets he's, bonus points. Yeah, yeah, yeah those, he's, are, he's, those are looking at the video can see just his yeah. comparison against, yeah. uh, uh, is it Gwehi? Gwehi, is that yeah. what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Uh, and like he, his uh, attacking, I mean, he, they are both defenders, but his attacking yeah. stats are a dwarf, uh, yeah. dwarf Gwehi. So 
if you do have the ability to choose between both, yeah. I'd lean towards uh, Anderson. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, no, the, the, like I, I would probably only want Guayi for that one game. And yeah. as I said, it's I just all I want is the clean sheet against Wolves. If I get that, I'd be delighted. <laughs> I'm not too pushed about. I don't see Guayi being in my like. If I did get an injury. I'd probably put Pereira in first before him anyway, unless Palace had a lovely fixture. So he's he's just yeah. there for that one specific game. So I thought, look, I can't really afford the point two. Let's just get the cheaper guy and and yeah. leave it at that. Like even defensively, look at that. Like the yeah, yeah. No, the blue could, is that Anderson guy will be at a bigger club in a couple of years. He's a really yeah, he's a lovely player. If you watch him, his passing, he's just a really cultured defender. He's a great player. Yeah. His second, I think his second season at Palace, maybe third. Yeah, they, they got but, him actually uh, from Fulham. Fulham had him and he played really well in the year Fulham went down and Palace snapped him up. But like I would say a bigger club will be sniffing around him in yeah. the next year or so. He's, he's a really, really good defender. But yeah, just uh, just popped into my head when he was speaking yeah. about him. Because so. I looked then, I looked at uh, like fullbacks. I'd rather a fullback than a centre back always, but. Mm. There's no yeah. reliable fullback for there. Like they, they keep yeah. chopping and changing their fullbacks. Tyreek Mitchell is in and out. They have Ward on the other side. So there's no, there's no. I just need someone I know will play, and yeah. I just need someone cheap. Basically, I need a cheap Palace defender. I specifically <laughs> want those. And he's the cheapest. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. The, the, the other team to the other team to maybe target if if you're looking at that thing of game week twelve. Brighton have a nice fixture game week twelve. So if you want to mm. put a cheap Brighton defender on your bench. Um, again, I can't remember off the top of my head who it was, but at one point I had Dunk on my bench. Um, yeah, what year is it? Probably Yeah, I can't remember who. Who do Brighton have in 12? Uh, Brighton playing Forest. Forest, that's what it is, yeah. which is a lovely fixture again. You know, so, so if, you, if you could put a cheap Brighton defender on your bench with a view to 12, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Lamptey yeah. would be great, but there's no guarantee whatsoever he's going to play. I think he's lost his position now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. and then the rest, uh, like Colwell, hasn't really had any yeah. game time, and now obviously yeah. he was brought in from uh, Chelsea to, yeah. to join the Potter Revolution, and now yeah. he's on the yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's uh, that's um, not worked out. Well and and we don't know like what the new guy is he going to play? Like apparently, Deserby's back defensive choice is a back four, mm-hmm. um, which means them totally, and they're a back three team. They've been a back three team for the last good few years like so that that will mean a massive change to their defensive structure you know so yeah. I just I can't rely on them as I said I keep saying about Brighton if I had Brighton attacking assets I would keep them by the yeah. way for people because apparently the Zerbi's teams are all out attack 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 <laughs> uh, I feel like I've got to because I, I brought Gross in and then like they yeah. didn't play in eight and then they didn't play in nine or just like, <laughs> no, justify my expenditure now just keep them <laughs> yeah keep them better his, uh, I, I was listening to a podcast earlier and they were talking about his his Sassuolo team in um in Italy which is the team where he made his name they would be very much the Brighton equivalent in Italy and he came eighth in the league twice with them, and he scored over sixty-five goals in both seasons. So, like they, they like to get forward. He likes to get men in the box. So, if if you do have, I don't know about keeping Brighton defenders, but if you have Brighton forwards or attackers, keep them for now because the, there will be goals in your future. I think. I hope so. Yeah, I guess seven and eight it was, but yeah, that was a question I have for later. So yeah, maybe I'll keep cross. Um, <laughs> go, um, go, yeah, go back to changes. I think overall, I think I, I, I really like that wild card team. Like you yeah, say, yeah, like the obvious thing is Liverpool. But other than that, it is. it's like I can't see anything. Perisic as well. Yeah, Perisic. Well, I should say, Conte's been really grumpy as he about how many games he's got coming up. So yeah. I feel like there'll be a big rotation in, in players exactly. there. Doherty must be back soon so they can start doing Yeah, he played Roy, twice uh, for Ireland. 
Doherty yeah. got two 90 minutes for Ireland, which is the first games he's played all season. So that, that'll be good for his fitness as well. So yeah. he's one to watch because his price has plummeted because everybody had him at the start. And so I think he gone down to 4.4, 4. 4, I think. 4.4. 4. Yeah. I remember the attack. If he can get his place back, that's a brilliant, like 4.4 4 for a Spurs yeah. wing back. You'd definitely take him over uh, for Fana at that sort of range yeah. if they're both playing because yeah. he's much yeah. more attacking. What he was exactly. doing at the tail end of last season was uh, was really good, but oh, yeah. it's just yeah. how that rotation's going to work because Conte doesn't seem to want to play everybody every three days. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If they do start just rotating in a cycle, though, that'd be perfect when when you know to yeah. have him in, and then you can yeah, yeah, yeah. Double up with Royal or Cessignon or whoever, and one plays one week, one plays the other. And that's the thing; it shouldn't really come into it. But if we're on the telly, it's a lot. It's a lot more fun to watch with Paris and TV. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Everywhere. Mm. Yeah, Alexis Sonona. But yeah, overall, James, yeah, I, I can't see. Yeah, is, is there is there anyone other than the people we've mentioned, the content creators are mentioning, or anyone you've got FOMO in, or anyone you think oh, I'm going to pull the trigger at uh, 10:59 on Saturday morning and they're going to wind up in the eleven. I, as I said, I, I the keeper has me flummoxed because there's there's no there's just no outstanding mm. option, so that, that that could change. I'm looking at the Brentford keeper. Maybe I just it has to be a four point fiver. So it's it's Sanchez, yeah. Raya, or Gaeta. Basically, they're they're the uh, three. The a Leeds lot of people as well, but yeah, okay. I don't trust Leeds defense. No. <laughs> pe- pe- people people have Henderson, but like they're getting hammered in games. You know, like, I know he's yeah. getting saves and save bonuses. He saved a few penalties, but like if they're shipping four or five goals in every game, you're looking at getting a minus some weeks. You know what I mean? So I, I don't want a keeper from that low down because again. With all the transfers I have planned, I don't have much wriggle room. I need the rest of the team to be very solid and people I can just leave in there for the next four weeks because I have work to do. You know, <laughs> I've, I've given myself work by keeping five players from City. In an ideal world, you'd only have maybe two players from City and Arsenal in the team. So, you, you, you know, but I have my reasons for keeping all these guys and it's it means the rest of my team has to be people I can just rely on and not worry about yeah. and just they'll play every week. And I just don't have to think about transferring them out. So, yeah, the keeper is the big conundrum. But, yeah, there's, as I said, there's, there's, there's a small pool of players, I think, at the moment that you'd be interested in, isn't there? Like, it's not. Um, Jordan in the chat was talking about Sinistera of Leeds. People have stopped talking about Leeds because they blanked twice, I think. They've gone out mm-hmm. of people's heads a little bit. But he was yeah. looking brilliant just before that. and he's. I think that's where he scored two on the international break. Scored two in international. Yeah. Scored in the two weeks in Premier League before that as well. Yeah. So, yeah, as I said, people have forgotten Leeds a bit because they're kind of out of sight, out of mind there, but um, yeah, maybe someone like him, but yeah, as I said, I you know it, it's still fairly template, it's still fairly solid and as I said, I'm, I'm starting to think like a coward at the moment because <laughs> because my rank is very good at the moment and I'm kind of thinking, oh, I want to defend this and Again, overall, rank mate, you took your top of grapple FPL, and that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all that matters. that's true. That's true. <laughs> top of the G one standings. That's all that matters. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Well, get yeah, Chris. Should we have a little look at uh, your tra- yours and my transfer fans going yeah. forward? What have uh, What have you got, Pam? Mate, uh, any uh, any uh, big decisions for uh, for you to make this week? Um, yeah, just a little bit. We touched on it earlier. Let me just uh, share. Do I need to share the screen again, or have you got it up? Um, yeah, I've got it here. Yeah, there you go. Okay, there we go. Let me just move over on here. So, uh, so this is where we stand at the moment. Um, mm. Pope and Net, Cancelo, Trent Alexander Arnold, Perisic, James, Martinelli, Kulievsky, Gungadon, Harlan, Tony, Jesus as the starters. Mm. 
uh, Ward on the bench, uh, Andreas St. Maximin and uh, Neko Williams on uh, on the bench. Uh, as I said, I do need to move out Gungadon and Jesus because um, I want to keep Cancelo, Martinelli and Haaland for the mm-hmm. blank. So mm-hmm. at some point, I'm going to uh, move out Kuleski for, I think, Zaha will be mm. the uh, the one. I don't know if that would be this week. Uh, mm. Where's he on? Oh, I've done the price thing. Uh, so, yeah, get Zaha in there. Maybe not for the Chelsea game. Maybe le- roll it a week and see how that goes. And then Jesus out. And Mitrovic would be the obvious call, I think, mm. depending mm. on what week I make the change. I'd probably look to move him out on maybe that Liverpool week. And then that gives me one transfer to use going into the following week. But then mm. maybe a bit scared about not having him for the Leeds game where he could definitely bag a few sort mm. of thing. So, uh, How much doubt is he this week? Is he any doubt at all, Mitrovic? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, because uh, he, he got injured in the first international game and then he, he played he the next one two days later. So, unless he's yeah. come back with something else. Like, no, no, no. So he might... My interest there, because I've got the cash to to because I have nine point four to move on. Richie. Mm. Richarlson mm. with with mm. Kulieski out, like Charlson will play. And Spurs have got uh so after this Arsenal game, Brighton, Everton, Watford, Newcastle, Bournemouth. Mm. And I think if he's gonna start those games, because that's why mm. I want to know how long Kulieski's out for, because if it's gonna be three or four weeks. I think mm-hmm. that's a decent change. And look at his percentage ownership, it's 0.9. It's yeah. So mm-hmm. that could be a big differential. The only thing I'd say, Chris, is that I was listening to um, a podcast the other day about the North London Derby. There's a little bit of talk amongst um, Spurs fans that he might go, instead of playing 3-4-3, he might mm-hmm. go 3-5-2. To bulk up the midfield, they're a little bit worried that they're light in midfield. And I think when Sun came on the last day, he yeah. went to three in midfield. So it was just mm-hmm. Sun more centrally and Kane beside each other. Um, yeah. And look how look how well because he moved Sun off the wing and bottom in the centre. Look how well that went. Yeah. So there's a. I mean, I, I'd of, much prefer them play Sun through the middle. It, yeah. From a, yeah. From a non FPL bit, but watching yeah. Spurs but, play, but then and that's, that's how they should win. Yeah. But even with Kulu injured, then that's trouble for yeah. Richardson to see. Unless he yeah. plays Richardson as one of the two, but like I can't see him dropping Sun after the hat trick. No. So just just bear that's that in it. mind. Have a listen to the press conference in case he talks about three yeah. in midfield or something. That's like it. That. I mean, the the Richardson move probably won't be. This week, anyway, that would probably be okay. to get them in for the Brighton game when Arsenal ah, yeah, have got okay. Liverpool. Yeah. So it would be Zaha mm. this week, and then Richardson can because I've only got the one transfer. Um, so I, I'd I'd prefer Zaha long term over Madison. So I'd make that move now, mm. and then next week, when we probably know more about how long Kuleski is out for, yeah. could make the move there and put Richardson up front. And mm. uh, say so Spurs' fixtures kind of ease up a little bit. And then that leaves me a couple of transfers to play with going into the blank game week mm. uh, where and I can you, move anybody else about. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that'll, that'll be... Yeah, so then I'll need to get Gungudan out. Um, oh, you just have one left. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 so I just have one left to do. So And a scare uh, transfer as well, I, then. Yeah, yeah, I mean, really, I could do... Uh, Lee, 
again, this is why we need the the data to, or the news on Kulieski because I could have mm-hmm. leave Kulieski and remove Gungudin for Gungudin, Zaha, yeah. Yeah. and then, yeah. or I'll just end up with uh, Zaha and Madison in midfield <laughs> just uh, when I've removed both of them. But we'll see what the news brings. Uh, but that's kind of the the area in the players that I'll just be looking at transferring. I think everything else is fairly set at this point. I wouldn't mind another yeah. Chelsea player maybe uh, with mm. a good run of fixtures, but. It's so hard to know who, though, because I, I looked mm. and I was like, I, I'd love to Chelsea, but who would the second, would you go a second defender? Because I, I don't like any of their attackers, not fond of their midfielders. It's, it, it, there, no. There's no obvious second player from Chelsea. No, Sterling, yeah, unless it's Sterling's too expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And do you want double, you know, yeah, we still don't know how they're going to defend under Potter, so it's, it's still a bit no. up in the air. Like, yeah. And then Sterling, mm. the, he did a weird thing with Sterling where he played him like a, as this kind of, High, high up the field left wing back in the European mm. game they played. So it's like, God, I don't want Sterling stuck out on the left. I want him playing no. through the middle, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, I think you have to watch Chelsea for a few weeks just to see what he's doing with just them. To before. See how they end up, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so yeah. I mean, that'd be that's kind of the the the, the wide scheme of things. I say it's mainly just about moving the sitting the Arsenal yeah. players about rejigging things so that you're in a better position mm-hmm. for that uh, game week. I like that. I think we've all kind of got the same players in mind, apart from Richarlison, which, like I say, first time I've, I've kind of yeah. heard that. Yeah. I love that shout. Might steal it now. Yeah, I mean, it popped into my head as soon as I heard the Kulieski thing because I was like, oh, I could yeah. just swap him because I thought he was a midfielder on the game, and then I was mm. like, oh, he's... and then I was like, well, I need to get rid of Jesus anyway. So, yeah, you watch next week. That'll be the all the talk. It's like me. Uh, Piping up Estudan and like <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes before it became the hot we're topic. All, we're all watching the stream. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I was going to say for, for Milo, I'm pretty sure I'm sticking. Like, I don't think I'm going to hold on to the transfer. There just isn't a move I want to make this week. I think I do want Mitrovic in long term, um, especially with, with an eye on Arsenal. I think Jesus goes for him. I just can't. I don't know. Maybe I should pull the trigger this week. You know, they got Newcastle at home. You know, we could. <laughs> Equal or you know or, or outscore Jesus this week, but there's just something about it that I don't like. I just don't like it. It's like you were saying about last week, James. You get rid of Jesus and he bangs, and it's gonna be it's gonna be horrible. But Mitrovic is getting that way as well, isn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. His ownership is close to thirty five, I think now, something like that. Yeah, it's, and then you know it'll just take another goal and it'll shoot up again. You know. Yeah, that that's the only move I'm kind of considering making. I mean, like I say, I was very. When I was looking uh, before this week, I was thinking, okay, right, I'm literally going to have to concentrate on getting all my City and Arsenal players out. But it's not as bad as I thought. You know, like I say, I can bench Cancelo, Martinelli and Haaland. That just leaves De Bruyne and Jesus to go at at some point. You know, De Bruyne can go week of. You know, I could bring in Son then or the week before. Could become Salah. Murphy might be a bit bit of a problem, Benno. If if you are benching three, you might want Mm. to... Because I don't think I, he starts for Newcastle, so you might want to, with one of your transfers, no. just to upgrade him or get some money from. Because if you did get rid of Jesus and got Mitrovic, you'd mm. get a few extra bob. Then you could upgrade Murphy yeah. to someone. That's you know, very so just, true. Just for mean, that week, yeah. Even now, you know, when I got Murphy originally on my wild card, it was purely third bench player. He's the cheapest yeah. midfielder that you know comes on for a couple of minutes at the end of each game. I'll take him. Whereas now, my mentality has completely changed. Having having you know made those transfers last week, three whole million. Been in a hole in my pocket, so I can literally do anything. Oh, You've three million, have you? Three mil sat there. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh yeah, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Murphy could become Zaha. Murphy 
could potentially become Madison. Maybe that's the move I make this week. Maybe maybe I do do that. Yeah. Um, there's some something about holding on for uh, and having the two transfers next week. I, I do like yeah, it. Well, give but, yeah, option, maybe yeah. That, yeah, maybe that's, and, and that's, but, that's the best pace to try and get to. Once you can get mm. into that role of having the two transfers, then you mm. you're much uh, in a much stronger yeah. place to to play around yeah. with. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to roll knows. the following week. And then yeah. use one, use one, and leave myself the two all the way along till twelve, mm-hmm. so that I can make my final kind of. <laughs> I, I, I I always think I always I think, think that... why is even playing. That's the that's the oh, talk that's around the, rumor, the, the talk mm-hmm. around Manchester is that he's not even going to be playing in the in the mm-hmm. derby game. Oh, he won't. That's if okay. if, if Martinez and Veran are fit, he won't. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Hmm. But I was going to say, like on the two transfer thing, yeah, I think I, I almost think that's the idea. If you were just going to look at it like purely numbers, that's the I think that's the best way to play FPL. Hmm. It's just hmm. roll a transfer every second week and just yeah. you know constantly uh, when you're making your yeah. changes, have you two take your minus four. It's like a mini wild card hmm. every week, isn't it? But yeah. you know, yeah. life doesn't uh, doesn't always work out that way. So yeah, dependent on team news, dependent on like I say, I was feeling impatient with Gross, you know, being uh, burnt by the uh, the two blank uh, game weeks and now coming back to play fucking. Liverpool away. It's like you can't make it up really, can you? It yeah. went from a brilliant idea to like complete waste of time. Uh, that bloody trainer. Oh, hang on. Uh, he'll happen. have a lovely fixture in 12, Benno. Don't forget that. That's it's it. Forest, isn't it? We were saying, yeah. So, yeah. 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 Not, for us. yeah. They've like not played in a month, have they? It's just like the last, was it that 6 2 game? No, the game where they scored loads of goals against Leicester. They, they beat Leicester, yeah. But that's yeah. if they have a new manager, that's ideal. Like he must be delighted, like having two or three weeks on the training pitch with all the players, yes. you know. Yeah, that's yeah, it. I mean, you'd imagine he's imp- you know, been able to implement everything. Yeah, exactly. So, and... from his point of view, it's a lovely start to his. And the yeah. first game is Liverpool. It's a free punt. You know, no one, no one's expecting <laughs> whatever you know, happens. No one's, yeah, yeah, no one's expecting them to go there and win. If they even even if they play well, people will be impressed with them. Like you know. Mm, that's it. So yeah, maybe there might be movement there. But I was going to say, is there a conversation to be uh, to be had on captaincy, lads? Is it just Harland? Is that is it Harland or Bust? Or we did yeah. say there, you know, maybe Madison could be a shout. Maybe the ah, it's, might it's, against Brighton. The devil on my shoulder said it for a minute, but no, no, no. I'll, 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 I'll stick. There. <laughs> I, I took my risk last week against Harland. It paid off. The, the the derby's going to be stressful enough for me as it is, so I'm just going to captain Haaland. That'll that'll take the pain out of that, Hammered. At least by you'll them. get some joy out. Yeah, of it will take the pain yeah. out of Hammered by them. So I'll, yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna captain Haaland and leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean Salah against Brighton. Like you'd usually mm-hmm. like yeah. last season, you'd have been like you know well happy with that coming up. Mm-hmm. Liverpool at home, you know that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I can't really see much else past that. I mean, would you go somebody else at City? De Bruyne or Flight Foden's on a, on big game, a good run? Big game, Kev. De Bruyne yeah. always delivers in the big games. Yeah. Could be that. Yeah. I can't really, I can't see past Harlem personally. De Bruyne is like one of them, isn't it? Where it's like you're taking a risk, but you're not really. You're kind of kidding yeah. yourself because he's just going to attach himself, like you said earlier, Jamesy, to whatever uh, whatever Harlan does. Yeah. Really, so yeah. it's not that much of a maverick pick. Well, I might consider it, but yeah, it seems straightforward. But it'll be. I'm just glad to have a full slate of games. You know, early yeah. early game yeah. Arsenal Spurs on Saturday is going to be a laugh, isn't it? Your That's a great one, yeah. Because yeah. we all have players in that as well. Like, yeah, yeah. it's actually it actually looks like quite a good day to get into the pub early, watch the early kickoff. Do a bit of soccer Saturday in the pub. 
Yeah, because there's a Liverpool at three. That's a decent. The half five isn't great, though, is it? West Ham. No, no. I was thinking about Michael. Half my draft team is West Ham, actually. So I have some interest. I think I have like five West Ham players in my team now. Bowen owners from last week. It'll be uh, be game time. Yeah, yeah. I still can't believe it was literally. It wasn't based on XG. It was kind of based on. It was based on nothing. Like I I can't. I I, like that's that's the hypocrisy of some of those guys. Like they'll make all these. XG decisions, they make all these, and then they'll and they can't even admit, just just admit no. it's a punt. Just like, like oh look, there's no logic to this. I'm punting it, and they're like, oh no, well you know, like there's all these narratives. Like, oh, you're just taking, you're, you're gambling on a player. Just fucking admit it, like you know. Yeah. It's like it's like uh, uh, FPL Andy, and uh, let's talk FPL, isn't he? He'll he's the he's the trendsetter because he's the biggest uh, market, yeah. and he'll he'll yeah. drop her. Oh yeah, something will go. Oh, this week it's Dominic Solanke. Uh, this mm-hmm. and the other, and then earlier today, I was watching uh, Badman Bakar on mm-hmm. uh, Fantasy uh, Scout, and he's proper, you know, all about the the metrics. This and the other. Even he was thinking about bringing in Dominic Solanke. I thought, come on, Badman, you can't be. <laughs> Everyone's just falling to me. It's just like, well, it's just like, well, he's the only guy that's going to score for Bournemouth. Yeah, but no one's going to score. No, for Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah, that's no one has to score for Bournemouth. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he fails uh, the eye test. And yeah, his stats are it. shit, and he plays for the worst <laughs> team in the league. Come on, like so. That's it. You know, Someone's gonna accept this when he gets four next week. You want the two million and just be done with it, like yeah. That was the. Did you see when uh, FPL Andy was like, "Oh, Harrison Reed, what's the point of even bringing him in? It'll never yeah. get you any points. Score <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. a hat trick or whatever." Just like, I felt so, bad for him there. He's, he's got that it. problem, has he? Where it's like he is. He's just too big now. Like I used to, I used to watch his streams when there was like twenty people watching, mm-hmm. app, if that. And now it's like it moves so fast. I don't think you, you can't even read the chat. chat. It's ridiculous. No, and and the chat is like oh, yeah. unbelievably toxic I, as well. It was like, yeah. it was so funny though because he does a, a, like the instant reacts after the games and stuff. He was getting so rattled by some people because he'd had such a mare in predicting things and stuff. <laughs> so funny. But, uh, it's, it's like you on on Spotlight, Benno. You know, you've got the. Thousands of people listening. Every little thing you said has been dissected in Discord groups. <laughs> Discord and That's only when you're on, mate. That's <laughs> <laughs> only all fair enough. Listen numbers went, went right up, though, so you know, I don't know what that's about. What are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, but I was going to say, before we uh, before we run, there's a quick fun thing I want to do, uh, to do at the end. I think people will enjoy a bit of FBL nostalgia. But before we get there, we'll have a quick look at the uh, at the draft, if we have oh, to. No. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the favorite thing about the draft is like looking at the uh, the results like that game week seven I love the way the game just ticks on everyone got a point <laughs> we all got a point we all I was glad to get the like, fucking point <laughs> just call it off lads it's like yeah. I feel like the, the database they've got on FPL is still built on like you know Microsoft Excel or yeah. something like that it's it just, just easier to do it on for everyone yeah yeah so we all got a point we'll all take yeah. that I mean last I'll week take uh, that. Jesus the, Notable results, obviously. Yeah, Gareth uh, wiped you the floor with oh, you. Sorry, game he destroyed me. And I thought yeah. I, had, I thought I had a chance because of the the blank game week. And then I looked at his team, fucking son. So I was like, ah, 
forget about it. <laughs> son of the son oh, of his own beat me, basically. That's not what it was. There we go. Yeah, son yeah. nineteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Horror did it. Horror. Yeah. But yeah, that was it. That was a big one. Um, I uh, beat Chris Elliott forty four sixteen. Good week for uh for me. Uh, Chris, you were on the winning side as well. Beating, That's a good win. Uh, beating young. Yeah, I mean my my seven players beat his six players or something. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was the a blank. week for the people paying attention, wasn't it? Yeah. Like you know, if you yeah. if you weren't, you were. Uh, I tried, which Gareth just. No, that's yeah. Anyway, I I made four <laughs> transfers or something like that. I was like, it's, oh. it's that thing, is that you have to make that decision of who can I drop that I yeah. want going forward, but don't mind if they get picked yeah. up elsewhere over who don't have to keep sort of thing. So I ended up with like a full mm. Chelsea bencher, like uh, Cucurella, uh, Koulibaly, and Havertz on the bench. I was like, I can't drop any of them because yeah, <laughs> like the good Chelsea games are coming up soon. Yeah, just like. Mm. That's and you know someone will, will sweep up and get them like whoever's yeah that's them yeah. Up, uh, like uh, all them. yeah so <laughs> I ended up bringing Joe Linton and Janlett in and they got me <laughs> I think I brought oh, I three it. three Villa players in and fucking <laughs> IWC Bailey came into my team I, I just I just want I just wanted the two points from each of them thinking if I could just get eleven on the pitch look at all yeah. the fucking I have Rice Bowen Fornals <laughs> Watkins and Bailey Kufal I have four, four West Ham now. The players I sold were no good. Any. And like, and West Ham have good fixtures. My thinking was, look, the fixtures are picking up. It mightn't be too bad. But, yeah. It's Davey Moyes, James. We've both got a soft spot on our half. Yeah. He'll turn it around. He'll turn I, it around. I, I, last year in the draft, I, I had the same. I had loads of, of West Ham and they were brilliant assets because they, they played every week. He, play, he, he just mm. plays the same 11, week in, week out, yeah. no matter what. Mm, same so they're 11. really reliable. They play every game and they were, mm. they were doing really well last season. So there was no problem. But yeah, unfortunately, mm. this season. Forget about it. Well, Garrett still sits top of the uh, the draft league. I think it's uh, it's Garrett's to lose this year, isn't it? All uh, I think on overall points, he's uh, he's way ahead. But you yeah. know the way the game works, he's only. Uh, I think his overall points is almost as good as my actual fantasy team. <laughs> 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 and these don't even get bonus points. <laughs> Gareth is the king of picking up the you know the cheap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's on the ball this year. The game, who've got a good picture that week. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's Garrett's tactic. It always plays. He's a veteran of these uh, these leagues. Uh, <laughs> I'm poor Connor. To... Um, propping up the look, look, at the my, look at my overall points. My <laughs> overall points. <laughs> but they're they're better than about six people above me who have like fucking thirteen oh, points. It's like look at the draw. Ah, oh, it's an infuriating game. The draft it really is. Oh, yeah. I've got JP. You've got Eddie. Jamesy. You can uh, you can oh, turn it around there. Got, Chris, you've got Andy Ogden. Uh, there we go. Oh, It'll yeah. be a good It'll one in the pub there, on Saturday. <laughs> That's oh, no, they're like, off to uh, a gig on Saturday. Sorry. Oh, I know. Okay. Hard fire or something. Oh, yeah. oh, good good day to, to be distraction. Yeah. Might forget, might miss the deadline, you know? Might, uh, <laughs> might take advantage of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like outside of the, uh, the draft, obviously, like I say, you know, we'll have a look at the, uh, the overall uh, league in a second. But I was going to say before we go, I know you both uh, saw this on. Uh, on Twitter this week, the uh, the FPL dream teams over the years. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, all of our FPL. On. I, want, I didn't want to go without mentioning this. Like a great trip down memory lane. Uh, playing FPL thread, a while. Yeah. Like I don't go back as far as 0203. I think it's about. No, I had a team no. 06 and then 07. I think I stopped. No, it was 07. I had a team 08 to stop playing, and then 09 is where my current one goes from. Um, I think it's a, a new login I had, but it was oh, great stuff looking at it. Like looking at it, like oh two oh three, like Brian Giggs <laughs> in the uh, in the dream team that year. The Thierry Henry, uh, Henry. Uh, years there. Van Nistelrooy, James, I thought that brought, I'm sure that brought her uh, yeah, a nice uh, nostalgic. Uh, Would that have been your body? Was that the year Mr. Roy scored five against Blackburn, wasn't it? I think 2002. Mm, That sounds right. Uh, And I think, was that maybe the year that Friedel scored his goal against... 
Yeah. God, I forgot that. And, and that was the year James Beattie had him just one of those Monster, players who, yeah, just, yeah. who just has one season where everything just goes in for him. There's one of them of every year, it feels like. Yeah. It's like it's not a new thing, you know, even Kula, like, you know, mm. Lampard was names was, like, yeah. Oh, was an old Mr. Reliable in FPL, like, you go through the years, you know, Mal, Mal Steve, Steve <laughs> Malbron. Sheeran, though, the fact that Alan Shearer was in FPL, like, blows your mind just, <laughs> yeah. just to think about that he was an option, Wayne Bridge there, and uh, yeah. Bridge and Terry next to each other. That'd have been Shearer's last year, I think, wasn't it? Any, uh, oh, yeah. I think so. Mm. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Sammy Hippier, Van der Sar was, a, was, a, was an FPL great at one point. Yeah. Louis Saha, oh, he was uh, even at Everton. He had a couple of good years. You go through to 04, 05. Downing? I don't even know what that is. Uh, Stuart, 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 oh, Stuart Downing. Downing, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you uh, go. Uh, Andy Johnson, is it? Is it yeah. Andy Johnson? Yeah. 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 Baldy yeah. fella, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I played for Everton too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's great, right. Uh, Stuart yeah. Dallas as well. Oh, we're going Gallus. Gallus. Stuart Gallus. Who's that? Gallus. Who the fuck is Gallus? He's in it every year. Look, he's in it again there. Oh, this is the Mourinho era now where they didn't concede goals at all, wasn't it? Yeah. This this 05, 06, like it like you say, yeah, it's Chelsea, and then it's like it's Gerard and Lampard, and then you get into like 06. Pedersen from Blackbird, yeah. Martin Gamps Pedersen, yeah. Yeah, the old, oh, the old yeah. man himself. Yeah. I remember him being reliable. Fast player, that guy. Oh, yeah. That's Matty, the one that's stopped for me, Taylor. though. Look at that. 06, oh, 07. Like, imagine it's... having in this team. David James in goal. Matty Taylor's maybe the exception here, but Jolie Lescott, Carragher. Look at this midfield. Fabregas, Lampard, Ronaldo, Gerrard and Arteta, and Drogba and Rooney up front. You wouldn't have been able to afford it. No, that, that, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Is like, you, yeah, you'd have to choose between them. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the season Matty Taylor scored like three from about 40 yards out. Oh, there's there's like, one in particular. Um, it was a volley from miles out. Unbelievable yeah. goal, yeah. There's, um, mm. it, there's From this season, the December goal of the month, um, is all bangers. <laughs> that it's went like, up, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like... That Essien goal is in it where he curls it in against Arsenal. Yeah, the, the it's outside like one, of the, loose, yeah. one of the best um, months for goals yeah. has ever been in the Premier League. And Matty Taylor ends up, I think, at the end of the year um, with two of the top ten goals of the year and they're both like within about six weeks of each other or something. Rackets, Just, yeah. Yeah. Insane, but yeah, that that um, we were saying, weren't we in the chat, James? You like Ronaldo as like an FPL asset, oh, and this God, is before yeah. the the modern bonus points, before even the man in the sand yeah, stuff. Look at those numbers, like yeah, two hundred eighty <laughs> in a season with is that the forty goal season? It must be. That must be oh, the year he scored forty. Yeah, gotta be. Yeah, two eight three second, the best in the league. Two oh five. Fabregas, who was yeah. a bit of an FPL legend. Who's himself. the goalie but, there? I can't read that. James, David James. James. Yeah. That's, that's two years in a row, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. David James. Another bit FPL of legend. <laughs> Blackburn representation there, Rocky Santa Cruz. Oh, yeah. oh there you go. Remember him. Oh, but yeah, th- Gareth, those years Gareth were the ones. Barry, God. Oh. I never would have Gareth thought he'd, he'd be a good ass. FPL asset. Yeah. And Jacob Larison. God. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Villa and that one good had to be our season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then he went to oh. City. 
Yeah, but yeah, it's it's this is kind of when I pick. I don't know when did you start playing, James? You were quite recent, weren't you, James? Uh, yeah, yeah a bit, well. I, I dabbled in college, kind of between maybe oh five and oh eight. But like one of those players, I gave up after two or three weeks, and, and every few months logged in, realized I was doing shit, and just logged out again. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is the year I mostly have like the nostalgia for. It's oh eight, oh nine. It's like you know Ronaldo's. I think it's his last go, go around, isn't it? Um, when Anelka was an option, uh, Gerard and Lampard um, big options as well. Singwa, remember having him in my squad a lot that year. It's like a different world, isn't it? It's just like the options. Like now, yeah. it's like it does feel like we got like two premiums to go. To, we're all shuffling behind, but imagine being able to pick through some of these lads. I'd be quite interested to see what the best team would be, but within the rules of the game. Mm. So you could only have three from each team, but you'd still have to be with under a. Uh, Mm. An average, so not the hundred mils, because obviously, like, I guess by the end of the season, like hundred and three mil or something, and see what you can mm. make out of those for some seasons. Jesus, oh, he was great. He was great. He was reliable. Yeah. Uh, Villa pick Tevez Villa as well. Tevez was great. Mm. When, uh, Baluda, that, that's that's the year. Um, what's his name? Um, the Italian manager took over at Chelsea. What's his name? He's the Madrid manager now. Um, Ancelotti. Ancelotti. Yes, yeah. Ancelotti came along and he had Maluda playing in midfield for some reason, but he's just banging goals in every week. That was, that, that was the true FPL. That was the the game. Yeah, <laughs> Baines and Coleman as uh, the picks. That as a uh, Charlie Adam. He's one of my favorite <laughs> uh, players of all time. <laughs> the corners. When they yeah. first came up, like he yeah. was the king. He was the yeah. five and a half million or six million, yeah. I think he was player. Like he went up the next season to about eight, and it was uh, it was never quite the same. Yeah. But, Free kicks, yeah. corners, took everything basically for them. Yeah, <laughs> Dempsey as well. That's another one. Me and uh, me and Gareth will uh, wax nostalgia oh, about Dempsey. Yeah. Yeah, even the old Arsenal. I, I always say Bobby Dempsey. I always get it the wrong way around, James. You put it from Matter all together. <laughs> That's a different, totally different shape of a man. <laughs> but yeah, but JP as well, like Arsenal, like Van Pe- We had like the Fabregas years, and then we had the Van Persie like couple of years, like yeah, yeah. absolute guarantees in your teams over those years. But God, this is Spurs, yeah. Kyle Walker, is it? That's interesting. Walker, yeah, because he's not a, he's not a great asset now. But it's interesting back then he was like the best in the game. Yeah, mm, I think I think it's going a bit later. I think when uh, that that year with Spurs and Leicester, so it would be what was the year uh, Leicester won the league? Was that fifteen sixteen? Yeah, it was. Yeah, when Mars and Mario big yeah. big options, Kane, Ericsson, um were kind of the 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 picks. But I remember Deli Ali. There he is. Yeah, oh, 16, oh, yeah 17. Yeah. Like he was the guy in FPL. Like he, yeah. you know, wasn't before Son came along. It was it was Ali Kane. Everyone had Ali and Kane, yeah. and everybody had you know Vardy and Mara. People were people were triple captain in him in double game weeks and everything. Like and yeah, yeah. Oh, the mighty fall. You know, it's uh, it's wild. It's Turkey now, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, oh. that's it. Yeah, yeah. On on his holidays, basically, isn't he for the yeah. rest of his career? But yeah, thought that was it. A fun little uh, trip down memory lane. If you want to see the other full squads uh, at all about FPL, and um, put that thread up last week. But yeah, definitely had uh, my nostalgic uh, bone going. But yeah, but just shows we're old, doesn't it? That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> we remember all these players, like yeah. Uh... <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. We're at that age now where you can just watch uh, the Premier Premier League years or whatever, and just be content going. Oh, I remember this. It's just, what a season! <laughs> we were doing that about this one day. Remember when we had that FPL part show? You know, remember, remember the Harland year? Oh, what a year that was, lads! You know, we'll it's, that. it's like that that tweet that's been going around lately, where it's like, how can men just sit around for hours 
and literally just name sports people to each other. And that's and that's the conversation. Literally, you just go, Clint Dempsey, remember him? And that, that's it. You can literally just, just get hours of conversation and say nothing. Talking, no, no talking about your feelings, no nothing. Just, ah, yeah. just random Americans that play yeah, in the yeah, Premier exactly. League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Roy Michael. I remember him. Just like... <laughs> Kobe Jones or something. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Three hour podcast uh, of just randomly. We'll get Matthew on up. for that. Well, yeah, so just before we go, just to, to run it down here, yeah, the Grapple League proper, a bit of change at the top. Um, the Kings, uh, led by uh, Kevin Otala. Not a, not a name I'm uh, hugely familiar with. Shout mm. out to you, Kevin, who's uh, currently sitting top. Uh, Edward Mills, who I think is Joe's brother, is, uh, is third. Alex Lyle in, uh, in second. And there's you, Jamesy, fourth. You know, we were, uh, like you said, temporarily well. top for a little while. But, uh, you know, it could, uh, yeah. could all come back around again. Take that. I but, uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, a few of our names. Look, oh, look, George, look at Jordan down in the left. I was going to say, I can see Jordan lurking here. That's Jesus, though. He was, he was top. Always. He was top on the Sunday morning. And then Jesus got one goal and just sent him straight down to the 11th. Like, yeah, that's, that's the danger oh, of not having him. Is Sam West the guy that runs Resurgence? Isn't he? No. Maybe I'm getting the name wrong. I think so, you know, could be. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I see his name around a lot. Uh, Pat yeah. Hulahan, JP's brother, oh. still up there in there. And 16th, uh, Neil, Flanagan. 25th. Yeah. Neil Flanagan's always there, thereabouts as well. He's constantly up there, the top 10, top 20. He's a very good FPL player, that guy. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a consistent one, like year mm. on year. But yeah. Sean Minot's uh, doing pretty well this year as well. Always got to look at who's bottom. Let's see, it's not me, <laughs> but at least it's that. Who's, uh, who's uh, sitting pretty at the bottom? Is it Will? No, uh, or Martin. Martin's not having a good year either. Roberto Callas um, is there, bottom 166 points. I don't know, all right, week 38 points. Hassan Akbar, um, second from bottom there. Martin's got to be careful, though. It's getting uh, it's getting dangerous down there. James, uh, one of our he went up last week while he's on. Will, Will Cooling's moving up in the world, yeah. though. 154. Doing all right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you can pull it back still. It could happen. <laughs> Uh, I thought yeah, you, but, yeah. you're not 150, right? <laughs> me? Yeah, you must be higher than that. 80th, 80th. It's just 80th, the way it, when it shows. Yeah, yeah. Me, it shows me there. But. Red arrow again. I'm hoping for uh, for green arrows next week. Yeah. But, At this yeah, point, I'm I, kind of like, oh, I might finish in the top million if I'm lucky at the minute. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I've got it's, about it's four million people where... trying to take. People, rank is starting to mean something, isn't it? It's like a lot, like I said, burning questions earlier. They're refusing to put their rank on the screen right now, but All it's right. going to come up, you know, by like game week 10. Mm-hmm. I think you've got to talk, start taking it a bit more seriously than yeah. having it as far yeah. as uh, it, it's still very compressed, that. though. Like mm-hmm. one yeah. good week, still, like if, if you get on somebody who's a bit less owned and have a good week with them, if, if you look on if you look on live FPL, it doesn't take much. To jump like two million places, even like it's it's still like it's only eight, it's only it's like the seventh week, really. There's so much time. All those double game weeks later on, like this, it's going to change so much. Like that uh, next week when I stick Richardson up front and put there you go, Richardson hat trick, hat trick against Brighton. You were first, Chris. You were first, Chris. Get get the word out amongst the content creators. <laughs> By Saturday morning, everyone will have them. Brilliant. Well, yeah, on that note, uh, anything more from you, Chris? Anything you want to plug before we go? No, no, that's. Uh... No, <laughs> Accurate Bastille? Yeah, Accurate oh, Bastille on Twitter and whatever. Uh, as I always say, if you ever need any uh, screenshots from. Uh, 
that uh, fantasy scout or whatever, uh, fantasy football hub even, uh, feel free to shoot me a message and I can grab some info for people. Uh, I'll say I think uh, quite a good tool if you, you know, doing like for like players, uh, wanting to know stuff. So can be a handy tool. So yeah, always feel free to shoot me a message. Definitely. There you go. I called you Stato on uh, on Twitter. You're the expert, mate. So uh, those are just for all your uh, all your advice, folks. Uh, you have to make Jamesy. your own. Uh, yeah, you have to make your own conclusions on the data. I just provide the data. <laughs> exactly. Provide the evidence. That's the, the disclaimer. <laughs> the working out was right. It's like Matt's in it. The working out was right. It's just yeah. <laughs> the final decision doesn't matter. <laughs> How about you, Jamesy? No, just I, I'm sure everyone who wants to follow me follows me by now. But at, at Jamesy underscore 2015 on Twitter. But yeah, that's it. Watch the, watch the Red Zone on Sky Sports Mix on a Sunday night. Very great. great, great entertaining. <laughs> Twitter has been taken over. My Twitter's taken over by it now, but now I understand what's going on. So it makes it yeah, no, it's brilliant. It it I, I'm starting to learn the team names. I'm like, mm. That's my first task is to, to know who the Steelers are. It's like, oh, Pittsburgh, yes. So I'm slowly, that's once, once then I it, know those, that, then I start learning the rules. That's then it'll be sense. conferences, then it'll be divisions, yeah, yeah, and then exactly. it'll be how it all works like, in the terms of the season. I, 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 and then I eventually what the players look like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other names even. I, I looked up the, stru- the structure of it is mental. Like, you, oh, yeah. you, 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 I thought it was just you play the people in your little group of four, but no, oh, like, right. you, you, you play 14 games and it's like randomly one, one team from this group, one team from this like, oh, it, Jesus it makes sense, but it's, I, I could explain yeah. it to you, but it's uh, yeah, I'm sure a very, odd, logic. Way. very odd, odd way to use the fantasy premise. You see it written down in front of you, you're just like, this, this makes no sense. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm sure there is logic here. Well, Grapple NFL coming soon, and yeah, the Prem need to uh, need to get on red. So, but yeah, full full slate of FPL fixtures coming this weekend. Looking forward to that. Great chatting to you guys again, and, uh, and getting the show done. We'll have a couple of uh, more of the lads probably uh, joining us uh, next week. Boy, very much enjoyed. This is a three man booth. Got it done in two hours, yeah. lads. So you know, that's. Uh, I was going to say we still managed to go two hours. So. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> we were never <laughs> not going to go three hours. Are we really? <laughs> that's it. Two weeks yeah, of I... picks saved up. <laughs> <laughs> very much just tuning in if you want to get obviously the replay will be up on uh, on twitch and youtube but there is uh, an audio version or if there's a week you can't make it live you just want to hear the audio on a on a friday afternoon uh, throw that up search grapple fpl wherever podcasts are sold but yeah, other than that that's it for us for another fpl club we will catch you again next thursday night See ya. Cheers, love.